and was only suitable for people aged 18 or over will almost certainly have an adult theme and might well contain sex or violence which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like, uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. whipping. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, not touch, also not touching. I am, I am dyslexic. I, I hope I'm not having like, a stroke. Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always become supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. Jesus hates him too. Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue traditions. Decapitate her head off. We're done. Done. We're done. Obama! Welcome to the Godless Revolution. I am Dan. I'm Ryan. And we're joined in studio by the Purple Dragon, a.k.a. Grant Larimer. Hey there. <laughs> Again. And Again. for the first time in the Godless Revolution studio, we have with us Mr. Mistel, Mistel <laughs> Kyle seeing the licks. Oh, I'm, I'm glad you messed up on the Mr. and not my actual name. <laughs> it's, yes. It's Mr. Kyle Steenblick from the Utah Outcasts podcast. Hi. You are in your little Utah Outcasts. I am. Pretty even. I am. Nice. I, I thought it would be appropriate to remind you where I'm from. <laughs> In case you forgot. But it's not just the Utah Outcasts, right? No. What else do you do? I also uh, frequently do movie reviews for a nice little website called Watch, Play, Read. And I'm also frequently on the Nerd Dome podcast. The Nerd Dome. The Nerd Dome. Is that like the- Two go movie? in, one comes where did, out. Where does the Nerd Dome get its name? Uh, from the Nerd Store. Where oh. we record in the back room, which we uh, refer to as the Nerd Dome. Oh, okay. right. Okay. I was going Mad Max with that one. It's a little Mad Maxy back there. <laughs> I, I, I really have to say, and you shove a witness bunch me. Of, you shove a bunch of nerds in the back room of a comic book shop. Some some interesting shit happens. <laughs> I, I I'm not uh, I'm not sure we want to go into too much detail there. We'll, we'll shoot video <laughs> one day. <laughs> Just won't be showing it in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> just sitting in the back. Pretty, pretty much anywhere in in the southeast of the U.S., we won't be allowed to show any of our in-shop videos. So the Nerd Dome and the Utah Outcasts and the Watch Plays and the Reedses. Mm -hmm. And what else do you do? What do you do in your spare time? That is my spare time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I say, like yeah. to garden. Uh-huh. And pretend I don't have kids, uh, which is hard to do. That's hard to pretend. Because they're really loud. Yeah. And expensive. And expensive. That's that's really, I like to fill up all my spare time with uh, getting away from, from the family and kids as much as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm that sure, they no, love you for no. that. <laughs> No, it's That's it's great to have you on the show. Oh, it's great to be here. I'm I'm really I'm really happy to be here. Yay! Yay. So do you like the studio? I like the it's studio. It's a nice little studio. I like to come down here and just sit sometimes. You, I'm pretty sure and, you could not hear somebody scream in here from the outside. You it can, but it's muffled. Yeah. So it always sounds like someone's being murdered in here. That's that's probably a a good thing. I the, well, it's good that it's muffled, I guess, <laughs> because then the neighbors aren't 
as apt to call the police. Yeah. But yeah. Well, since it's a constant sound, it doesn't arouse suspicion. True. And being that the floor is smaller, it's easier to get a piece of plastic to cover the floor up with yeah. when you really well, have to do some good work. It's pretty much a perfect square. Yeah. yeah. So then, you've got this nice big table here too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's I think what ten by twelve, something like that. It's not a it's not a giant room. No. But it makes a makes a cozy little studio. Yeah. It's it's standard tarp size. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dexter would approve. <laughs> uh so I fucked up. I fucked up huge this week. A royal fuck up. So the original plan was that. So so did I already say this is episode one hundred and one? Uh, no, no, but it's I don't think I did. Now you did. This is episode one hundred and one, by the way, everybody. So the original plan was that we were going to record tomorrow because today is Wednesday. Tomorrow is Thursday, and tomorrow is the Democratic debate between Mr. Bernie Sanders and. Mrs. Hillary Clinton, and we thought, oh, it might be a really good, contentious, fiery kind of debate because it's just ahead of the New York primaries, which are next week. Yeah, and kind mm-hmm. of make or break for Bernie Sanders. Yeah. 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 So we thought, okay, well, let's do the debate. We haven't done a debate for two weeks, at least, <laughs> at least a couple <laughs> weeks. <laughs> and this one might be exciting, so let's do that. And Ryan wasn't going to be able to make it because why? Because every once in a while, in a blue moon, I get a date. <laughs> it's a rare occurrence, but... Ryan Ryan is going to be courting a fair young maiden tomorrow <laughs> and would not have been able to join us for the show. You'll notice that we were absent the meow at the beginning of the show. Yes. Because unfortunately... So, so the plan was we were going to record tomorrow. We were going to do the debate. We are going to have Grant and Kyle and X with us and... That was all fine and good, and I was fat, dumb, and happy sitting in my office earlier today, and I got a Facebook message from the blonde lady I live with, and it was addressed to myself and a couple other friends, and the message said, hey, since we all have tickets to go see Amy Schumer tomorrow night, maybe we should get together and have dinner ahead of the show, and... This wave of panic set over me like tomorrow, but tomorrow I'm recording the po- I'm yeah. recording the podcast, and we're going to be doing the debate. And so I quickly went out and checked the calendar. Sure as shit, there's Amy Schumer, 8 o'clock tomorrow night. And I thought, well, shit. <laughs> I think that out. was the exact text you sent me. This was, <laughs> it was. Ah, shit. Uh, so, yeah, I had to try to figure out what I was going to do. Can't really record on Friday because Ryan has to work early on Saturday. Wouldn't have been able to make it. Uh, I have a very early golf tournament and would be less inclined to record into the wee hours of the evening before, especially while drunk and then trying to wake up hungover and playing a golf tournament on Saturday. So that left us with recording this evening on Wednesday. And unfortunately, because it was a last minute thing, Matt wasn't able to join us because he has, he's finishing up some things on the mural that he's been painting and I feel really bad because he even checked with me either – it was either yeah. earlier today or yesterday. And he's like, so we're recording on Thursday, right? And I'm like, yeah, dude, that's the plan. That's what's happening. And then they sure? called his buddy. He's like, yeah, I can finish that yeah. painting on Wednesday. <laughs> and so then, yeah, I feel like a total asshole. And and then Chris couldn't really make it because he mm-hmm. couldn't get out of work. Yeah, he, he has to watch a very important PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, yeah, I've fucked up big Aren't time. They all important. They're all very important. <laughs> See, he's still on the Air Force side of the DOD, isn't he? Uh, or is no. he just a contractor? No, okay. he's 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 civilian now. Okay, well, because even when I was a civilian at an Air Force base, mm-hmm. I had to watch shitloads of those p- p- PowerPoints. Now that I'm oh, a yeah. civilian on an Army base, like, just sign it. <laughs> just sign just sign the paper saying you were here uh, uh, no this is one of those great ones where they drag everybody into a room uh, and they put it up on the screen and they go okay so don't rape anyone don't rape anybody please try to avoid raping anybody at all costs do not participate in human trafficking yeah. <laughs> uh, don't shoot yourself in the head do not leave your <laughs> laptop unattended yeah yeah, all of that fun security mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Yeah, we've got to go through at my federal employer, we have to go through 8 hours of training every year on various things. Well, and that's just one bit and then we have to do mm-hmm. a bunch of other security training yeah. and yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's all covering the same shit over and over every year just driving the point home. And you click okay, 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 done. Yay. <laughs> the only time I get on a computer at work is to do the computer training. Oh well, yeah. You <laughs> well, know. that's and that's how they do it at the VA. They, they yeah they do computer based training. Yeah, and then they quiz you at the end. And yep. the questions are so inanely simple. With you know, I mean, it's like you know, well, you know, do you know if if you leave your computer on your desk, what's going to happen to you? You're going to you know, die in a fire. Die in a fire. <laughs> die in a fire. They're, they're going to speak strongly at you. <laughs> <laughs> or you're going to be fired. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's just one obvious answer. Mm-hmm. Just there, there, there are ways of time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I totally fucked up. Sorry, meow, that you are not able to join us tonight. I hope you'd finish the mural, and it's lovely, and it all turns out, and yeah. Oh, also, I have gone through and been re-editing all of the old shows. I think I mentioned this in a prior episode, a couple episodes back. And I think at the time I'd gone through like the first 15 or something yeah. like that. I'm now up to and through episode 81. So I only have like 12 more until I'm totally caught up to the new editing standard that I have set. And, uh, all of the, all of the re edits of the shows sound so much better. So, so you should much go better. binge listen to all of them so we get a spike in our ratings. <laughs> well, in the first... Go re-download all of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, in the first... Well, and the nice thing is that the file size is smaller. Uh, they're a little shorter because I've been truncating out some silences, things like that. They're a lot easier to listen to as far as hearing everybody's voices. I've increased the volume on all of them. I've compressed them so that it's more... Uh, you know, all of the sounds are more modulated. They're all more even. You know, none of us are more quiet than the other necessarily. Yeah. Um, so they're a lot more easy to listen to. Um, and they just sound a lot better overall. And then there are episodes where the sound quality just wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot to be salvaged. Like some of the early episodes. Yeah. And, and guests who have never been on a microphone before and that we didn't really feel like Poking well, them in the chest every time they moved a few inches away from the microphone. In, or in the early days of doing the away. podcast, I was the only one that wore headphones, so I was the only one that could hear the audio. Mm-hmm. And I'd have to point at you or be like, "Hey, make a gesture, like move your head closer <laughs> yeah. to the mic." You're too far away from the microphone, stupid. It can't hear you. 
Yeah, there are a few there are a few episodes where people are far enough away from their microphones that it sounds like there's one microphone in the entire place and everybody's like four or five feet away from it. Man, that must really drive you crazy when people Yeah, it's like everybody's like sitting in a room just kinda all talking I, together uh, like this. And then that one guy who's like way too close. Yeah. yeah. And then there's Ryan right up on the microphone. I don't I don't always do that, but Who gets uh, really excited and speaks loudly sometimes. I don't I don't see what I don't see what the problem is with that. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta love the microphone. You gotta, you gotta get right up on it. Sing. Caress it with your lips. <laughs> Sing it sound. <laughs> Smell the odors. Brush your beard softly against the <laughs> against the filter. Acquaint yourself with the sense of guests <laughs> former. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, and because we, it's we need some background music right now. So uh, you're you're doing the Ted Turner thing on on classic. Uh, if I could have put them in color, I would have yes. <laughs> but I'm colorblind, so the colors would have been all fucked up. Yeah, like the leaves on the trees would be all hey. brown, and the trunks are green, and the grass is all fucking brown, and the ocean's purple. It, you'd as, feel like you were on an acid trip. I'm sure. As could long be as they're all happy trees, I'd be like, "Looks fine to me. You're fucking crazy." <laughs> what else? I'm colorblind. Yeah. And the first thing people say, they're like, "Oh, you're colorblind." What color is this? <laughs> I just told you, I'm colorblind. You don't go up to blind people and say, hey, how many fingers am I holding up? <laughs> right? Ask a deaf guy, can you hear me now? <laughs> Some people try to help me. They're like, well, this is red. <laughs> and this is green. <laughs> I'm like, I'm cured. <laughs> Hey, nobody ever explained it like that before. Where you been all my life? I'm colorblind, not color stupid. To start things out, we've got a little bit of a local story. Mm. Uh, some news coming at us, coming at us right in the face from fucking, Brigham Young University. Some fucking shit throwing. Yeah. Um. So this headline... Uh, this story comes from Think Progress, who is reporting from an article in the Salt Lake Tribune. Uh, the headline says, Brigham Young students accuse university of punishing rape victims for reporting, which is kind of a weird headline yeah. because it doesn't say really reporting yeah. what. But, I mean, you could draw a couple different conclusions there, like there's reporters who are raped and they're in trouble now. That's a really sloppy headline. It's really, it really terrible. Is. Yeah. But for those who aren't local, maybe there should be a little bit of background God be damn behind yes. Jenkins. what Brigham Young University is. Because some people might not realize that Brigham Young University is a university ran by the LDS Church. Yes. And they have an honor code at the church that follows through their religious doctrines. So things like no drinking, no whacking off. No showering alone because you might whack off. No sex. You can no. shower alone. I've oh. heard I've heard stories of having to have your hand out like the stall door. What? My butt. Well, a missionary told me about this one. Where <laughs> their their his their the counterpart got caught masturbating, so he was made to stand in the sh outside the shower with them. And while the guy was showering, he had to hold one hand out and had to make sure that he was showering and not whacking off. That sounds like a challenge and a turn on almost. <laughs> like you could make a whole fantasy game out was, of that. He was like his battle buddy. He had to make sure he wasn't wounding his Will soldier. My, my companion had to hold my Pretty hand much. while I showered and pretended not to masturbate. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a challenge. How quietly can I do this? <laughs> I can't open the shampoo. 
You're like, wiggling a lot. Are you having a seizure? I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Oh, I'm God, just vigorously so good right uh. now. <laughs> uh, anyway, this this story uh, says that students at flagship Mormon College, Brigham Young University, BYU, are speaking out against their school for unfairly disciplining survivors of rape, accusing officials of forcing victims to undergo honor code investigations simply for reporting sexual assault. In a chilling new report from the from the Salt Lake Tribune, several BYU students alleged that the university often forces people who report sexual assault to endure honor code investigations, a practice they say harms rape victims and discourages them from telling officials about attacks. The conservative Mormon school outlaws the use of alcohol and drugs by students, meaning those who report rape to Title IX representatives, federally mandated staff responsible for handling sexual assault cases at colleges, are sometimes also referred to BYU's Honor Code Office if their story involves actions or substances banned by the school. Like condoms. Well, <laughs> and that's, yeah. that's really problematic to me. Oh, uh, yeah. That a Title IX agency, a federal agency, is reporting to a religious school, a, a religious private school, the Honor Code Office, of, of these things for Honor Code investigations. I mean, yeah. that that's am- amazingly problematic to it, me it's, on, uh, on a church-state it's almost an invasion of their students' privacy. Mm-hmm. Oh, mean, it absolutely it's... is. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess you're at a religious institution. I don't imagine you honor, you uh, value privacy very much. Uh, or you've just agreed to sign or it you away have agreed while you're yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, according to the code, this is the BYU Honor Code, violating school's dress rules, breaking curfew, homosexual behavior – Engaging in consensual sex and any other conduct or action inconsistent with the principles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is grounds for disciplinary action. I love that catch-all. Right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You don't even really need any of the precursors to that. Mm-hmm. You've just got the catch-all at the end. Yeah. Wow. I mean, basically just being friendly to gay people yeah. could mm-hmm. could get you thrown out according to some people. Now, I've heard rumors with BYU where some of their athletes who are not coming from a Mormon family is like, oh, he's a really good athlete. We want him at that college. He's not Mormon, but we'll let him get away with some things. I've oh, they absolutely, heard that they, goes on quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, they've absolutely let their athletes get away with quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. There, I, when was it? It was probably six or seven years ago. There was a football player who I believe got uh, his girlfriend pregnant. Mm-hmm. So obviously, uh, a violation of the school's honor code, immaculate conception, possibility, and, and was allowed to continue playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they uh, they they let their they let their most cherished people yeah. skirt around the rules. <laughs> They're money makers. Yeah, yeah. Just not the women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The women, they the yeah, women they especially, because they. Well, I mean, they don't really get to say yeah. anyway. The women are money makers. Oh, of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah. This, this is the. They should be in the kitchen and making sandwiches in mm-hmm. between pumping out children. Yes. Well, no. Uh, no, we don't agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's like, yeah, fuck yeah, they no, should. No, I'm, I'm good with a sandwich. <laughs> I, could, I could go for a sandwich. Yeah, I, I, I could go. Be, that'd be okay. <laughs> uh, the story continues, turkey on, yeah. story continues that Maddie Barney, a BYU sophomore who recently filed a rape allegation that resulted in a criminal case, said her status at BYU is still pending as she awaits the results of an honor code investigation. Quote, you still get investigated. That's what's so frustrating, end quote. Barney, who gave the Tribune permission to use her full name, said, quote, I was raped and I waited four days to report because I was so terrified about my standing at BYU, end quote. And that's the thing is that 
you know, even if something ha- it, so you can kind of liken this to, uh, the plight of immigrants here in the United States, though rape is, is terrible. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it, it kind of follows the same thing where crimes against immigrants are really prevalent, but you don't hear a lot about them because they're afraid to go to the police and report the crimes because they're afraid they'll be deported. Yeah. So as a young woman at BYU who is raped, you're terrified to go and tell anybody about it because you may have done something to to violate the school's honor code that you know you know and then through those circumstances something happened and and you were raped but when they go back and start investigating you're terrified they're going to kick you out of school and you'll have to explain all of that to your parents and you know you'll lose all of the credits that you've that yeah. you've had there because they won't release your transcripts to anywhere else they keep your money mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's all that money lost it's the parents generally who are bearing the cost of of said tuition who are going to be very very upset uh and will probably in a lot of cases i know disown the children if they've done something to violate the honor code and, you know, the parent finds out, oh, well, they're at school and I thought that they were doing really well. But it turns out they're, you know, drinking or having boys in their dorm room or vice versa. And they're being a 19 or 20 year old student. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're being a normal fucking human yeah. being instead of a little mindless robot who does who 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 follows the prophet. Yeah, that that whole that whole thing just fucking creeps me out. Yeah. Um, Barney is one of several other students who say the college effectively punishes people who come forward with their stories, including one woman who says she was kicked out of school because officials learned she was on acid during her college rape. They argue the school should grant immunity to those who file sexual assault allegations, which that sounds like a really terrible idea also. I mean, you could run into a circumstance where really nothing happened but so let's say let's say that there's a party that goes on some of the people at the party feel that one of their friends is going to report them to the school's honor code enforcement or you know the the yeah. somehow the school will find out and so then they say oh well i, I was, was raped, raped at the party so now i'm immune from all of this kind of stuff well my real big question in this is what happened to the person who perpetrated the rape yeah, I, and I don't know that it actually addresses that. I haven't that. heard anything about it. Well, I, no. the last thing I heard about it, it, it has been referred for criminal charges. Mm-hmm. Well, and as far as what's happened from an honor code perspective, I don't know. Yeah. From a legal perspective, there there's a court date pending. So legally they're pursuing it. But, yeah, I, I don't know if she's doing anything. She's basically kicked out. While they're awaiting the honor code thing, it's, has he right. been kicked out while he's awaiting a court no, date? I, yeah. that I, <laughs> I, I would suspect not. Yeah, yeah, but he should be. I would suspect that they are waiting for the for the end of the criminal investigation and the trial, and and then they might kick him out. Yeah, based on the outcome of the trial. Mm-hmm. But she's guilty, whether he's guilty or, or not. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, even Which even if they don't even if they don't find her guilty, while she's under investigation, she can't go to class. Yeah, yeah, she's going to be falling she's, behind. She's going to be studies. falling behind. So, she yeah, she's being punished. Whether or not she she ultimately is, uh, they find her to be to have done anything against the honor code. She's still being punished. Yeah, yeah. So the story continues and says that in a recent rape awareness conference at BYU, the school's Title IX coordinator Sarah Westerberg 
said her office would, quote, not apologize, end quote, for referring abuse cases to the Honor Code office for additional discipline. Quote, in a room full of rape survivors, she said, we do not apologize for this, Barney said. I said, you don't apologize for threatening to kick a rape victim out of school? Although criticism of BYU's disciplinary procedures regarding sexual assault is new, debate over how to enforce the theological moral codes without hurting rape victims is widespread among conservative religious colleges. In 2014, students at Bob Jones University, BJU, as I like to call it, <laughs> a deeply conservative Christian college told Al Jazeera that school officials responded to rape, to rape allegations by telling victims they should repent for their sins and forgive their attackers. Various other reports have revealed similar practices at other schools, such as Pensacola Christian College, PCC, where three students claimed they were expelled simply for falling victim to rape. In one harrowing account, a PCC student claimed that her boyfriend grabbed her, dragged her into a construction area, beat her, restrained her with a bungee cord and duct tape, and then raped her. A campus security card eventually found her and reported the incident, but the dean of women reportedly told her shortly thereafter that she was being expelled for being a fornicator. According to her account, the school took no action against her alleged attacker. He eventually graduated with honors and, of course, now serves as a pastor. Yeah. How very and appropriate. This goes to, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, this gives these, these men that are doing this, they're like, oh, uh, I can get away with this. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we hear it all the time. I mean, the statistics for anybody actually serving any time for for raping somebody or what, yeah, was, one in ten attackers is actually yeah, ever, it was less, yeah, less than ten percent. It's, it's abysmally small. Yeah, and this is and this is only for those cases that are actually brought to light. And yeah. there's what I think. What I looked it up, there's about sixty eight percent of people do not uh, report mm -hmm. to yeah, authorities. So, so less than half of all rapes are even reported. Yeah, and then less than less than or right around ten percent of those. The, the, the attacker actually receives any kind of punishment yeah. for raping somebody. In mm -hmm. all those cases, there's only about 2% that are found to be false reportings. Well, yeah. and that's, that's always the big argument, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that, they, that, they were faking. Well, it was oh, a it false report. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're just getting back at it. But the, yeah. the rates of false reporting are, are on par with false reporting on any other. Yeah. Time. Car theft or, or home Burglary, invasion yeah. or yeah. you know any anything else being shot by a black man in the middle of the night. <laughs> no, rape rape is one of those. It's it's amazing to me. It's one of those crimes. It's the only crime I can think of where where there's an instant assumption of guilt on the part of the victim. I've, yeah. I I don't I I've thought about this before. I can't think of any other crime theft or you know. Uh, assault or, or anything else where the victim is automatically assumed to be guilty. Yeah. Or assumed or to have done Assu something yeah, wrong. Have, yeah. Or assumed to have brought it on yeah. themselves. Yeah. I mean, when, when your house gets broken into, society doesn't look at you and say, well, did you lock your door? Did you <laughs> close your curtains? Do you have an alarm system? You know, there, there's not this assumption <laughs> of, that, that you brought it on yourself. Mm -hmm. And, and there's not an assumption that you're trying to, uh, to falsely report the theft in order for insurance money or to get mm -hmm. back at somebody. Those yeah. assumptions don't happen in any other crime. Yeah. You're, no. you're believed to be telling the truth from the start until yeah. you're proven to be. And, and some people do false report. Yeah. yeah. And, and some, and some people are caught for that. And, and when yeah. then, 
and when you're found to be false reporting, then then you're guilty. Then, then you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Your the initial assumption is that when you're laying on the ground bloody and beaten, that somebody assaulted you. Yeah. yeah. You know, but, somebody done fucked you up. Oh yeah, yeah, they did. They did. I just I I can't help. Look, you look at the you look at the conviction rates. You look at the 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 number of accusations that actually even go to trial. Mm-hmm. How can you look at that and think? Yeah, this is going to work out well if I if I just make up a story. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, really, you can look at the numbers and figure that less than half of all rapes are reported. Yeah. And then of those half that are reported, you know, around 10% actually face any repercussions at all. So you're looking mm-hmm. at being able to, you know, the, the odds of you paying the consequences for raping somebody are less than 1 in 20. Yeah. Yeah. So – I mean that that just as as a predator you would look at those numbers and go fuck that seems pretty good idea I mean <laughs> well and then you got here in Utah where they uh they had like what like 5 year backlog of rape kits that they were not oh, testing yeah. but They're they were not but they were tr- at all. yeah but they were trying to use the acquiring of the rape kit as a way to get a court order to go in and search someone's premise like well so you're using this as a backdoor way of basically accelerating a search warrant mm-hmm. by saying, okay, well, we'll perform a rape kit on you. Now we can go do a search warrant in this guy's house. But they never actually analyze the rape kit. Yeah. Yeah. They just sit in well, storage. And again, and again, what other crime can you think of where the evidence of the crime is it sits on a shelf for years yeah. without being, you know, fingerprints aren't run. You know, none of the DNA when you have a murder or any other kind of assault or anything like that where they – I mean, if my car gets broken into, I mean, the cop doesn't even come around anymore. Um, <laughs> well, but any, it, any other major if crime. Your license, yeah. If your yeah. atheist license plates are yeah, stolen from your yeah. fucking, in fucking your house. If, you're, if your car was not like – Stumbling around drunk at the bad part of town. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really just asking. To get right. into. You had the top off of it, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> that naughty, naughty Jeep. Showing, showing a little, a little, a little too much interior there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I can't, again, to your point, I, I can't think of any other crime where, where the evidence of that crime sits on a shelf. Yeah. And, untested on you know without follow-up for years yeah well at the same time you get a possible rapist criminal walking the streets perpetrating more rapes yeah perpetrating more crimes yeah it's it's pretty disgusting it makes me very upset so yeah let's do everything we possibly can thanks BYU at discouraging people from even reporting it yeah. in the first place. Yeah. Well, no, uh, well, yeah, that's just it. I mean, we we just talked about how how few of these cases are even reported, how you know, the the vastly smaller number that are that ever have anything go to trial or have the attacker face any repercussions for it. And now BYU is basically put a chilling effect on anybody even reporting the cases in the first place mm-hmm. because they're going to be afraid that they're going to be kicked out of school. Yeah. That's well, and despicable. I, I, I yeah. won't I won't delve into this too much, but I, I want to get this documentary out just for people to because mm-hmm. this goes so far beyond BYU. It, uh, BYU adds a, a layer of icing on the cake with with the whole honor code yeah. thing, but this is happening in universities across the U.S. and uh-huh. and some of the other Christian universities were there. One of the ones not on the list was uh, that that's had big problems with this is Notre Dame and and its sister university 
But even even state universities are having major issues with this. And there's this incredible documentary called the uh, I believe it's called the Hunting Ground, which documents a, a couple of uh, young women who were rape victims and and. The school covered it up because the rapists were prominent athletes and, and they didn't want to hurt the football program. So the, the university covered it up and prevented them from, from even reporting it to police. Mm -hmm. And they, they went on this, uh, uh, on this thing to go across the country and get women to start speaking out against this. And it's, it's this incredible documentary. Some of the stories you hear in this, documentary. I mean, it just blows my mind. This one from the University of Florida, this this woman got raped. Um, the the guy who was a prominent uh, quarterback on, on the, I believe is uh, University of Florida, um, he had been accused of rape in the past. The school covered it up. They ended up expelling her, not under honor code. This is a state university, so it was under some other pretext. Pretty much to keep the quarterback protected. To keep mm -hmm. the quarterback protected. They they sidelined any investigation for years until he had graduated, at which point they finally did an investigation, which they decided there wasn't enough evidence. And he ended up get, becoming first-round draft pick for the NFL. With, with whatever multi-million dollar salary and she's thrown out of college. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's nauseating to me, this, this culture and, and BYU just makes it worse with, with this whole honor code thing and, and the, the general LDS perspective on women in general. Well, yeah. But, they, like I said, they just, it's made a chilling effect now where people are going to be more afraid to report this kind of thing. And especially when it's that I, I thought it was that like the women ages eighteen to twenty five, it's like one in three will be yeah. raped or sexually yeah. assaulted. It's somewhere right around there, yeah. It's like that's a huge number. That's uh that we shouldn't even have that number. That's one of those numbers. Like, are you fucking kidding me? This isn't Saudi Arabia. Yeah, no. yeah, <laughs> yeah. There it's three out of three. <laughs> But still, I mean, I'll, I'll have to look that disturbing. up. I, I'd be curious what our what our rape statistics are compared to other countries. compared to other countries. Because mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, I know you know, I've I've heard some of the dismal numbers we have as far as our, life expectancy, yeah. life expectancy, education, things like that. Yeah, you know, we're we're number our one. In, we're we're number one in in incarceration yeah. and and people who believe in angels. Um, and defense spending. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the things I, that matter. <laughs> I, I, I'm curious where we, where know. we rate on. I think, on, I think we rate pretty high on the uh, opportunity to get away with rape. You think we rape pretty high? No, I think the, <laughs> oh, the, the, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear, I swear to God, I, <laughs> I think we rape pretty high. <laughs> ah, I may have, that may have been an interesting Freudian slip. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL or Twitter the Twatter at TGI Podcast. Thanks, bitches. We have another local story here that I was pretty excited about. Well, this one goes more than local, though. Well, it's, it's I mean, it starts local. Yeah. Starts local. So last week, uh, we mentioned some of the ridiculous RIFRA laws that are being passed all over the fucking place. 
uh, generally throughout the Bible Belt in states where they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They're backward, stupid, living by the living by the scribblings of ancient cave Jews who didn't know that germs are what made you sick, not fucking demons, and passing these RIFRA laws, right, that you need to respect their ridiculous, backward, antiquated, yeah. stupid, mm-hmm. ridiculous goddamn beliefs. Um, so Salt Lake City Mayor Jackie Biskupski, Utah's first openly gay mayor of a major city, has issued an executive order banning city-sponsored travel to Mississippi or North Carolina in, proste- in protest of those states' recent legislation striking down or gutting anti-discrimination laws. She's quoted as saying that Salt Lake City embraces diversity and we recognize our success as a community. 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 That's not how she said it, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Depends on inclusion and protection for everyone. Our nation and our local communities have come too far to allow our progress to be undermined by desperate laws that seem designed only to limit opportunity and access to certain individuals. I'm really liking her. Yeah, I am too. So am I. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of funny reading some of the comments on some of the more conservative news blog boards here in Utah. People are like, whoa, <laughs> she's just trying to put her agenda forward and she doesn't, she, what, what's she doing? Just spending money and crazy. I'm like, you guys didn't even read the fucking article, did you? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the other good thing about this is she has opened an invite like, hey, all you businesses that feel like you are, don't want to do business in Mississippi or, or North Carolina, come here to Utah. Yeah. Come yeah. give us your business. Come check us out. We have, we, we have a in. highly, we have a highly educated and young workforce. Very, very tech savvy. Very tech savvy. And mm-hmm. for the most part, if you're in Salt Lake City, very inclusive. Just yeah. don't go to Provo. <laughs> she didn't say that. Stay I, away I, from I, that, BYU. That, that, that's me. <laughs> go to Salt Lake City. Come, I'm come sure anywhere. She it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. even like Park City and Salt Lake, the whole area is a very progressive area. Bring business in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So PayPal. I, I know yes. you're not expanding <laughs> in North Carolina. <laughs> we have like a milli, mini Silicon Valley here. Hey, we do. Know, I've got do. Adobe's really here. Do, yeah. yeah, Adobe's here. IBM's here. Yeah. So yeah, we we have a ton of tech companies here. Uh, it's always interesting to me too that while we have so many tech companies here, I know like a lot of the people who work in all of these different tech companies, it's, it's funny. Like I'll, I'll work for one company for a while and then go to another company and people that I work with at this new company also worked at this other company. They worked at another company I worked with five years ago. You know, we're all constantly shuffling around all of these different companies and it's just kind of cool. The, the, the tech community here is really large, but I run into people that I've worked with all the time at different jobs. It's kind of cool, kind of cool, kind of neat, a little uh, small worldish. It's kind of like being a military firefighter. Yeah, <laughs> well, you just get shuffled around, and uh, well, because in the Air Force, there's only like three thousand of us, so yeah. it's pretty easy to go to a place and you all know at least three of the same people. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that would make sense. You know, Dave, and that's crazy. Oh yeah, Dave, I know Dave. Dave's not here, man. Well, even at, at out at Dugway the other day, they're talking about a dude like, yeah, this guy, his name was White. He was just little. I'm like, White? Was he like kind of stocky, kind of really quiet <laughs> from California, kind of like a surfer dude? Yeah. I'm like, I know him. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he used to work here. I'm like, I didn't know that. I know that guy. That guy's Dave, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it happens all the time in the, like, for smaller military groups, I guess. Yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, 3,000 of you. 
and you all know each other, and one of you is like a major fucking dick. Oh, it gets known <laughs> oh, yeah. Air Force wide. You know, that yeah, dude's I was a gonna dick. say, I'm sure that spreads faster <laughs> yeah. than anything else. They're the guys that cannot get hired on a civilian at, at any base. And they're like, why won't I get hired? Because you're, you're a, a dick. dick. <laughs> Nobody wants to fucking work with you. That's why. And when they call your old base, they're like, yeah, that dude's a dick. Don't hire him. <laughs> See, in the Army, it's easy. I mean, if you're a dick and you get transferred, you know, I mean, there are hundreds of thousands yeah. of us in the Army. You know, you, you go to a new base, you're not going to know anybody. So, yeah. yeah. Not, not in the firefighter world. No. <laughs> <laughs> For condemning my friend Stephen, Stephen Fry, for his nature, for saying, for saying you couldn't be a member of our church, you're born in sin. He's not being condemned for what he does, he's being condemned for what he is. You're a child made in the image of God. Oh no, you're not. You're a faggot. And you can't join your church and you can't go to heaven. This is disgraceful. It's inhuman. It's obscene, and it comes from a clutch of hysterical, sinister virgins who've already betrayed their charge in the children of their own church. So I mentioned while we were talking about our our local story here that Grant has a Jeep, and I, I hinted at the fact that his license plate was stolen. And it still Fuckers. makes it still makes me mad, man. That's so that's so it pisses sad. me off. And one well, and the and the thing is, I can never use it again. Yeah, and yeah. nobody they, can. So what was no your license plate? Can. Tell was, them all what your yeah. license plate. Was. So my license plate was Atheos because because some other asshole in, in the state already got it. <laughs> <laughs> the Atheist license plate. That I'm, fucking guy. Uh, yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> no, I, I all you know. I have a, atheist and godless. So <laughs> atheist and godless are gone. The guy down the street from me has heathen. Um, and so, you know, I, I could have done atheist with a number one or something like that if that wasn't taken, but I I went with atheos, uh, which is, uh, the Latin, I believe. Well, yeah, it's, it's the Latin, um, uh, adjective for atheist. Yeah. It's the adjective form of, of the word atheist. Um, and, and somebody just pulls up at midnight and, uh, jumps out of their Jeep and just pops the the license plate off my car and takes off, and and yeah now and it's gone now. And Those rotten bastards, fucking assholes. <laughs> I and I had only had it a few months. Yeah, and it, you know it's like sixty bucks or something for yeah. a custom plate, and uh, and unless they catch the guy, unless they pull the guy over. It's like permanently gone. Yeah. It can never again be used because it's a it stolen will license. Plate. Always yeah. be yeah. a stolen license plate. Now, in your case, it doesn't seem like they're stealing it just because said atheist. It seems like they're stealing it because oh shit, we got a jeep with a bad plate on it. We need to, we need to swap plates. That's that's what a lot of people are telling me. That's what the cops mm-hmm. told me is most likely that's the reason. Um, because I I also had a whole bunch of uh, atheists. Yeah, uh, emblems on the back of my car. They didn't touch those. They just wanted clean um, plates. They just wanted a clean plate. Mm-hmm. And and my understanding is that you know people do that. They'll find a like modeled vehicle, take the plates because they're going to commit a crime. Yeah. And then if it gets you know if if somebody catches the plate number or if they've already committed a crime and or or that yeah yeah mm-hmm. so and you know it was a jeep because you had. You have a camera. I, out front, I have right? a yeah. I have a camera that points out on, uh, but it, it it doesn't do really well at night. Uh, at least in uh, all the way out to the street, and I'm yeah. I'm on street parking, so I 
and the lights just aren't good enough. So I, I could tell it was the shape of a Jeep, but there wasn't, I, I'm sure I could probably clear up the resolution on it enough to, to see something, but the cops weren't even interested. They, oh, yeah. they didn't even want it. It probably video. happens yeah. too often. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I told them I had a video and they didn't even care. We got donuts to eat. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <I'm laughs> Jaywalkers to go arrest. Now, have you, has anybody tried to put no God on their plate? Uh, I think that one's gone is too. Is it too? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, Utah has a thing where you can go and look, look up different up. license plates. Yeah. I just wonder at what time, what, where they would restrict it. Cause I know there was a guy, I remember hearing a story about that had Merlot on his license plate. Yeah. Merlot is. <laughs> and they took and they, he had it for a few years and they came in and said, no, you're no longer allowed to have that right. license plate. It's, it's, it's because advertising it has, alcohol. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, well, I'm a wine connoisseur and that's my thing. He's like, no, it's an alcohol advertisement. You can't have it. Utah. I mean, I, I will have to, I'll have to give Utah a bit of credit compared to like New Jersey and, and some other states that have, uh, rejected atheist uh customized plates um they they don't with with atheists and uh, i mean and dan knows um any anything that's you know godless or no god or or anything like that they're they seem fine with alcohol yeah they they won't do um you know drug anything drugs probably Mm -hmm. anything like nazi or or hate group related or things like that they they won't do but I, i i had a buddy get away with one his nickname is Eho, mm-hmm. and it's like he's an easy easy hose. Ah, uh, 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 okay. Uh, yeah, I saw. And he one, told them he's like, "Oh, it's for my gardening business." I saw one. <laughs> I'm, I saw one. So I'm trying to remember how it was uh, when I saw it. It was uh, X three Z L N. No, X three Z. Yeah, L-A-N-A. And when I looked at it, I thought, what the fuck is that? It was it was clearly a custom license. Plate. Yeah. It wasn't until that I got in front of the guy and looked at it in my rearview mirror that I that I realized, oh, it says anal sex in reverse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I can't believe the state let yeah. that one slip through. Like, because you also have to like put a little justification of why you want the plate. Yeah. Like, yeah. what did he put for that? Like, these are my initials of my kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, it was, it was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I, so I have, I have atheist on my car and godless on the truck. And haven't ever had a problem with it at all. I mean, the state issued them no, no questions asked. It was all fine. When I was in my early twenties, I tried to get beer pig (laughs) (laughs) and they did decline that one. They turned that Uh, one down, but the, the godless and atheist one, I didn't have a problem with at all. And I was really happy I got them. So the one thing I learned out of all this is, is on Amazon, they actually sell these screws. They're like anti theft screws. Okay. (laughs) So if I if I ever get you another, need like a special bit to put yeah, on or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, it's a very special customized uh, ratchet or whatever it is. Yeah, I haven't gotten it yet because like locking lug nuts, something like that. Mm-hmm. I it's like is I mean the most I know about it is it's supposed to be an anti theft license plate screws. So probably Maybe I should look into those. I should look into those. I would just look into mounting some sort of tasing system to it. <laughs> Do like the Knight Rider just thing. Wire, where, yeah, wire like, it to your battery. Ah. 
Yeah, maybe I'll do that. I'll do both. I'd, I'd probably I'm, end up getting sued. Well, I've, <laughs> I've seen the I've seen the videos where these guys put a taser into a bike seat and set it up to be stolen. Yeah, oh, they shit. videotape it. Then the guy gets on the seat and fucking gets zapped when he oh, sits man. down. Or they had one where they mounted an airbag underneath it, so they would detonate the airbag and literally oh, like geez. blow the guy off the seat. <laughs> That's like, that yeah, that that like that movie. Yeah, that one seems a little neighbors. extreme and, yeah. and possibly dangerous. It, yeah. it was. <laughs> you might hurt somebody. But, uh, yeah, I saw the taser one. Uh, there well, were, they were going to report it to you. I tried to steal a bike and the seat blew up on me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what happened? Is they're being wheeled into the emergency room? <laughs> most, most of the guys trying to steal the bike would have run from them when they came out because it's like, oh, shit, I was trying to steal the bike from them. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this isn't my bike. Oh, my bad, guys. Sure. It looks just like yeah. my bike yeah. that I left in exactly the same spot. <laughs> Sure, an airbag in the and, seat. And the I bolt, thought it was my and bike. the bolt cutters uh, yeah. just happened to be carrying around to cut the chain. <laughs> well, they, they put the bikes out where it's easy to steal. Oh, okay. Like just leaning against the fence or leaning against the tree with no lock or anything on it. So Yeah. That's entrapped. They're, it is. They're enticing <laughs> someone to steal the bike. Oh, the big steal me sign yeah. on the bike didn't help. <laughs> yeah, both of my plates were actually featured on the cover of American Atheist magazine yeah. Oh, nice. a while back as well. They've got a nice little montage of atheist-related license plates on the cover, and both of mine are on there. But it was a little point of pride. They are good ones. I like mm-hmm. them. Unanswered questions. Amazing. No one, though, were asked repeatedly, would say whether they thought Stephen Fry, my friend, was in a state of mortal sin or not. They wouldn't tell you. Something about the question brought out their inner coward. Well... I say that homosexuality is not just a form of sex, it's a form of love, and it deserves our respect for that reason. That if, if when, I, when my children were young, I'd have been proud to have Stephen as their babysitter, and I'd tell them they were lucky. And if anyone came to my door as a babysitter wearing holy orders, I'd call first a cab and then the police. We have Mr. Ted Cruz. Oh, Uncle Ted. Who says that he is honored to have the support of Colorado's demon-hunting anti-gay exorcist state legislator Gordon Klingenschmidt. Of course he is. You may remember Gordon Klingenschmidt from last week's episode where we played the little clip from Jessica Williams on uh, The Daily Show. Yep. Uh, talking about trans rights issues and mm-hmm. and all of that and Klingenschmidt having to transition into his pastoral clothes in order to address some of the religious questions yeah. that she was asking which the, apparently the irony of him transitioning <laughs> was completely lost on him while speaking about how much he thinks the trans community are perverts yeah <laughs> uh so this comes to us from right wing watch it says we've noted several times before that there seems to be no activist who is too extreme to be embraced by Ted Cruz's presidential campaign uh, what was the name of the the Swanson, Kevin Swanson? Yeah, yep. I think we have a story about him lined up about as well. Killing the gays. Oh, uh, yeah. So we were not particularly surprised when the Texas senator recently announced that infamous demon-hunting anti-gay exorcist slash state legislator Gorgon, Gordon Klingenschmidt would be part of his Colorado leadership team. Quote, I am honored to have the support of so many courageous conservatives in Colorado. 
Is that a Canadian accent? Cruz said, <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to sound like just somebody wanted know. to punch really hard. <laughs> it's, it's hard to it's, do a Cuban-Canadian accent. Yeah, I know. What is a Cuban-Canadian <laughs> nasal asshole? I, I, don't, I don't know that I've He's very that polite and yeah. says. <laughs> yeah, it's like being really spicy, but sorry at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Cruz says that his Colorado leadership team with the endorsement of 25 current and former elected officials and key grassroots leaders, including Gordon Klingenschmidt. Some might recognize Klingenschmidt from a daily show. Oh, we just talked about yeah. this yeah. from a daily show segment uh, just last week in which his ignorance and bigotry were on full display. But for those unfamiliar with Dr. Chaps, as he likes to be called. I, that's, I don't this get is it. new to I, yeah, me. Yeah, this I've is new. I don't, I don't know. I, I think it's missing part of it. I think it's Dr. Assless Chaps. <laughs> I know. I, I was going to say that that sounds, that sounds really uh, a, a lot like a good stripper name. Um, <laughs> well, not really a good stripper name. Oh, this is news to me, though. <laughs> you know, it says, I'm not, says that uh, – oh, go ahead. Well, I mean, just going back, the whole grassroots movement leaders – I'm I'm not sure people really understand what the term grassroots means. Not really. It's no. those roots that you pull out of the <laughs> I mean, grass. They're light, lighter in color than the grass blade itself. They're more if you're working and... for the Republican Party, you're they're not, not grassroots. No. I no. mean, that's that's you're part of the system. You're part mm-hmm. of the system. That's that's the polar opposite of grassroots. You're not grassroots. You're astroturf. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, this is, so this is news to me. It says that back in 2006, Klingenschmidt was booted out of the Navy for wearing his uniform at a political rally in violation of military regulations. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're tough on that. Though he claimed, of course, that he was the victim of anti-Christian persecution of and that course. God even sent a hurricane as a show of support for him, <laughs> <laughs> thus beginning his career as a religious right activist. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's part of the UCMJ. You're not allowed to protest. Yeah. In uniform, you're really not allowed to protest while serving on active duty. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that, but that's yeah. funny because last week we mentioned that he was a chaplain, and I'm like, is yeah. it just a just a yeah. military thing? Yeah. Like, yeah. how can he be doing this if he's in the military? How can he be going out and saying this because that didn't quite fit? So this, yeah, this makes yeah. sense that he was formerly in the military and was booted out for being an asshole and continues to be one. I just mm-hmm. wonder if it was an honorable or dishonorable. Because I bet if it's dishonorable, he's not allowed to call himself a chaplain. Ah, well, he what? is. He, that's the chaps thing. Ah, yeah. oh. Dr. Chaps. I got Dr. it right off the bat for chaps for chaplain, but I wanted to make a joke with asses chaps. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get the whole chaplain chaps ties in there. Mm-hmm. All right. Now you're going to take, change your dog's name again. Uh, Dr. Oh. Chaps. Chappy. No, because it's after Charlie Chaplin. So, <laughs> Chap Charlie Chaplin was a was a very good atheist. Yes, he was. Uh, in 2014, Klingenschmidt won a seat on the Colorado House of Representatives, and his tenure in office, unsurprisingly, has been marked by controversy. He was stripped of his seat on the House Health, Insurance, and Environment Committee in his first year after claiming on his "Pray in Jesus Name" television program. That a brutal attack on a pregnant woman in the state was due to the quote curse of God upon America for legal abortion. This guy's just a class act, right? Oh yeah, he's a f- fucking asshole. Yeah, and of course, of course, Ted Cruz is happy to get his endorsement. Um, but really, Ted Cruz is happy for any endorsement because he's just happy people like him. But look, yeah. <laughs> these people like me. So you like me. You, you really you like really, me. You really, really like me. Look at all the people that like me. I mean, dude, those are all assholes. But they like me. This is better than being in a teen tit film. <laughs> 
I mean, at, at some point, Ted Cruz is going to have to come out and admit he does not know how to Google. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. We, it, it'll come I, out with the controversy with him. Like, well, I didn't know all this stuff he had said. Just like everyone. He's like, oh, I didn't know the person said that. I didn't, I wasn't know, I didn't know about mm-hmm. that. It's like, it's Google. You, we can all look it up. You look that person's name up, one of the first things you'll fucking find. He's, he's probably like one of those guys who has such restrictive parental controls on his computers in his own house that he can't get through it himself. No, I just honestly think these are the people he wants to have in power with him. Oh, like I, in all reality. Most likely, but that's scary as fuck. It is. That's, he's had Cruz is scary <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of funny though that, I mean, you know, Cruz is happy to have Klingon Schmidt. Cruz has Klingon Schmidt and I, and I guess I just found out Glenn Beck. Yeah. You know, uh, Trump has, has Palin. Yeah. Uh, and, and Ben Carson. <laughs> and, and, yeah. And, and all the, at least as far as I know, all the normal Republicans, I mean, I still don't agree with them, but, you know, a vast majority of the, the level-headed quote, Republicans. Normal Republicans. They hate both of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know the the oh, who's a who's a Fox News guy? The Lindsey Will... Graham has gone on some pretty good tirades about both Trump and Cruz, yeah. mainly Cruz. <laughs> like he fucking hates Cruz. Oh yeah, George. He's, he's had some really fucking funny comments on both Cruz and Trump. George Will doesn't like either of them, as, mm-hmm. as far as I can tell. At yeah. least, um, yeah, I, you know uh, the the right wing pundits are the ones I'm, yeah. I'm more familiar mm-hmm. with. And, well, then, even the other day, Paul Ryan had to come out and say, I'm not going to throw my hat in for yeah. a contested primary. Well, I wonder, yeah, I, I wonder why that is. I don't know why that is, but the only two people I was thinking if it goes to a contested and only two outside people I could see getting in were Ryan and Romney. McCain! Yeah. <laughs> I don't think McCain will... Uh, I, I, don't, I think McCain's I done. I, I think McCain's a little tired of being beat up. Yeah. Yeah, well, he, I mean, anybody they put up is going to lose. I think Paul Ryan would have stood the best chance, but he unequivocally said that he's not seeking the office and yeah. if it's offered to him, he will decline it. So I don't know. We'll have to see. I think he's, I think he still said something similar about being House Speaker. So yeah. Mm-hmm. But then again, I do have to commend Ryan from a couple of weeks ago when he changed his opinion on people who are on welfare. It's weird how a little bit of education and experience can do that. Like, somebody, yeah. right? like actually seeing these people and realizing, oh shit. I've been they a giant fucking asshole. This. They're not. Yeah. They're not takers. These people are working their ass off, and they still can't make enough money, and they yeah. still need to use all these subsidies just to put food on the fucking table. I've been a big wood flap douchebag for most yeah. of my it's life. Like they don't even get good that. food. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I, it's like that with with so many, especially. I and I'm sure it's on both sides of the aisle, but it's really more on the right where they live in this bubble, and mm-hmm. and whether it's whether it's and they have no empathy. Whether there's no empathy yeah. whatsoever, they cannot understand what it's like to be in someone else's shoes. Whether it's economic issues like what you're talking about, mm-hmm. gay rights, yeah, you know, they they can only empathize and and be on the side of gay rights when their own son or daughter comes yeah. out as gay, you know, or it, and name, even then, or only name, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, Alan Keyes is still a fucking asshole. Yeah. Or even with, like, legalized medical marijuana. Exactly. There was the state uh, representative from here in Utah a couple years back that said, he's like, hey, now that I went through cancer and have seen people using medical marijuana to treat themselves, he goes, I'm all for it now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and even then, it's it's restricted to a certain degree. Oh, very. Like on on the medical marijuana, there's an asshole fucking family down in southern Utah who is trying to push for the oil extract for their daughter um for who has some form of epilepsy or yeah. whatever and so there were you know and there were good Put mormon the family and all that 
Um, and, and they were pushing for that, but they were dead set against m- any other form of medical yeah. marijuana that might help anyone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're fine when it helps them or their family. But yeah, anything and else, to just yeah. what helps them. Yeah. But it's, anything else, you know, f- you know, if you have cancer, well, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, because the, the CBD components are great for people with epilepsy and seizures, but the THC components also really good for people with chronic pains and going yes. through cancer. Yeah. yeah, which are also a lot of people with epilepsy, because uh, that's. That kind of goes hand in hand with chronic pain. Yeah. yeah. You well, fall down a lot if you have epilepsy. Yeah. But even a lot of the younger children who are, are who are taking it are taking a non-THC form of the CBDs and are basically cured. Like, they're not getting high. No. It's, <laughs> it's not the same thing. No. Yeah. It's but not no, a recreational I mean, use of it. Yeah. Name your social issue. And, and you're right. There's no empathy whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> until they personally see it firsthand mm-hmm. and, and they get past the pull up your bootstraps bullshit. It's not just that easy. So, do you think that's just? Do you think that just comes from living in a fucking bubble their entire life? It like they have no, they a, have no other experience it. Yeah. It with other the, people outside of what they already currently know to be true. It's this Ayn Rand yeah. philosophy yeah. of of self importance, mm-hmm. where where it's it's only about me and you. You know, you fuck you. It's your job to live your life and survive and whatever. I have no responsibility for you whatsoever. Yeah. I'm I'm out for me, and and there's no social component whatsoever. Well, and Paul Ryan is a huge Ayn Rand fan. Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, do you guys remember yeah, the show called Secret times. Millionaire? I don't think oh, it's on God, anymore. Yes. yes, I remember that. Is yeah. that the CEOs who would go to work or whatever? Well, no, they won't go no, to work. They were made yeah. to. They were rich millionaires and billionaires that were required at the end of the show to give away like two hundred fifty thousand dollars to oh, people. Oh yes, yeah. I remember. But they had to that. go and live. For two, like two weeks on nothing but, uh, uh, basically a poverty level. Like, hey, you've basically got two dollars a day to live on. Mm-hmm. And you had to live like that. And you had to go find places where you could volunteer and help out in the community. And I noticed a trend on the show. The people who I think were actually really affected were like, fuck the $250,000. Here's a million. Yeah. yeah. I can afford yeah. it. Yeah. Here's, yeah. here's, here's a new car here. I'm going to build yeah. you guys this. I'm going to come back. And like, there's one show where the guy really was affected by the community and he was kind of like, I didn't even know. It's like, this is my neighborhood. Like, this is like a 10 miles from where I live. This is going on. And he's like, I'll come back every week. We'll have basketball games. He goes, you guys design a basketball court. I'll build a basketball court for you. I'm going to pay to get your school rebuilt. I'm going to pay for this and this, like going way beyond. And I'm like, that's a guy who actually saw, yeah, like, holy shit. I spend $5,000 on dinner. Don't wink. This, this person makes $5,000 in a fucking year. But how, how? Naive. How ignorant do you have to be to not know that shit's going on? That's that. That's well, that's, that's why. I'm, that's why I'm wondering. Like, how much of it is just being trapped in your own little bubble? And that's what it is. Yeah. That's why getting these people outside of that bubble and putting them into a different environment really, I think, opens their eyes. And that's why I think if politicians had to go live, but it's a on shame. Poverty. I mean, it we've would, got 50 percent of the country who who follow this philosophy. Well, maybe more like 30. Uh, percent who, who follow this, this dead set mindset about this. About the Ubermensch. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, to have to one by one retrain each and every one of them, it's just idiotic. Mm-hmm. But the show you were talking about, though, was, is, uh, Undercover Boss. Yeah. Oh, that's it's right. It's very that's similar. Cool. Yeah. And yeah. Th- th- that had a very, uh, a really good story, very similar to the one you were talking about. Uh, the boss goes undercover as a grunt level employee in the warehouse. Um, and the, the person, the woman who is training him, he got to know, and he got to know a bunch of people, but he got to know the woman who trained him 
And it turns out that this his trainer was actually homeless, living in a homeless shelter, uh, trying to support her two kids. And and she was this great employee and yeah. great trainer and was was working hard, uh, but she just wasn't making enough money. And and I, you know, he ended up feeling like garbage after yeah, all this. As he should. As, yes, as, he, as should. he should. He, he ended up like doubling her pay and buying her a house and and doing all this shit. And that's great for her. Congratulations mm-hmm. for her. It just I you know But there's so many other people struggling with the yeah, same I'm exact I'm story. hoping that that carries down to every yeah. you know, his other employees. <laughs> yeah, all of the other it, employees are working full time wow, for the same way. I'm I'm paying all my employees shit. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. it's uh, one person's having a hard time. Is well, it, is one person. Isn't there some company I read a few months ago, some company that decided and it was gonna be like some pain in the ass thing, but they decided they were gonna pay every one of their employees a minimum of Seventy thousand. Yeah, seventy thousand. Yeah. Uh, it's up in. It's, it's, it's either yeah, in Washington we, we or Oregon. We talked about it on one of the episodes yeah. of the show. Actually. Okay, I love yeah. that story. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what the other caveat with his business model was? Not only did he pay them all seventy thousand dollars, even the lowest person in the place, there was no restriction on sick leave or annual leave or oh, any of okay. that. Yeah, I forgot about that. So, but I think that's a, that's that's a plus because if your employee is not doing well, like hey, he's he's being overworked, he's he's you know. Got family issues. If he's able to resolve those issues, he's going to be a much more productive employee. Yeah. Versus worrying at work and being non-productive. And I think that's what the guy ended up finding out. And he's like, I might, when he got to the end of a year doing it, it's like my employees were more productive. Yeah. Like we, our business model is working. When you're not having to stress about where tonight's dinner is coming yes. from, mm-hmm. you know, and, and getting your kids through school and putting clothes on the back and all that, then, and, then, you're more relaxed and you can be a better yeah. employee. And being able to look forward to a decent vacation. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Probably going to be the most simplest one for you to answer, but what if you're wrong? Well, what if I'm wrong? I mean, anybody could be wrong. We could all be wrong about the flying spaghetti monster and the pink unicorn and the flying teapot. Um, you happen to have been brought up, I would presume, in the Christian faith. You know what it's like not to believe in a particular faith because you're not a Muslim, you're not a Hindu. Why aren't you a Hindu? Because you happen to have been brought up in America, not in India. If you'd been brought up in, Hindu, in India, you'd be a Hindu. If you were brought up in, in um, Denmark in the time of the Vikings, you'd be believing in Wotan and Thor. If you were brought up in, in classical Greece, you'd be believing in, in Zeus. If you were brought up in Central Africa, you'd be believing in the great juju up the mountain. There's no particular reason to pick on the Judeo-Christian God in which by the sheerest accident you happen to have been brought up and and ask me the question, what if I'm wrong? What if you're wrong about the great juju at the bottom of the sea? Sorry for the little computer ding that that y'all may have heard, but Tracy just sent me a picture of the puppy. (laughs) Because she, well, she, so she sent a picture of the puppy laying in his bed in my office upstairs. And it says that she, she says that she looked all over the house and this is where she found him. And he's curled up in his little bed in my office. And I thought, oh, God, he misses me. He's adorable. Uh, he's so fucking cute. And he's such a pain in the ass. 
He yeah. threw up and peed in my office today. So. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I was, uh, I was, I was he... actually just about to ask whether <laughs> yeah. you've been having any more digestive problems. Yeah, I was going to say, was it was it after he ate his own shit again? No. Luckily, it was not shit vomit. It was just regular dog <laughs> food vomit. We actually asked the vet about it when we took him in for his last round of shots and said, you know, this guy fucking vomits all the time. And she's like, yeah, puppies do that. <laughs> they, you know, they're they're like babies who just spit up all the time. Yeah. They... They don't have that internal control yet, and yeah, that's what doctors said about my daughters too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting kind of sick of this. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they weren't eating their own shit and then throwing it up on you. No, well. they were just painting the walls. <laughs> <laughs> you do it once, and you know, you never live that down. Just because they're offended by someone being gay, it doesn't mean they're right. You know, it's a strange thing that because the. the um, gay, being gay is a choice. No, being gay isn't a choice. You know, I want to go, well, go, go, you try it then. Mm. If it's a choice, have a go. <laughs> See how much you like it. You know? So this story is just filled with all of these horrible clips from Klingenschmidt. Uh, he, it says that he is the viciously anti-gay theocrat who brags of having once tried to rid a woman of the, quote, foul spirit of lesbianism through an exorcism and believes that gay people want your soul and may have sec and may sexually abuse their own children, which is why he says that if they should face government discriminations, which is why he says they should face government discrimination since only people who are going to heaven are entitled to equal, equal treatment by the government. I want to play one of the videos here and let's see what this fucking asshat has to say. Cause I hate this guy. And of course, I have of the computer muted, muted because computer. I just had the little ding and I thought I'm like I got the volume I will, up on I here. Will, <laughs> I will fix that by muting the computer so that you can't hear anything. What is the idea of discrimination? I want to show you uh, a famous man here, Martin Luther King Jr., who said in his I Have a Dream speech talked about discrimination and actually he said it's okay to discriminate. Wait a minute, wait a minute. No, Martin no, no. Luther King no. promoted discrimination? Yes, just not according to your skin color. Wow. He said this, I have a dream that my four little children will one day be able to live in a nation where they'll not be judged by the color of their skin, but they will be judged. They will be discriminated against no, according no. to the content that's, of their character. No, that, that's, that's not what no. I mean. That's a complete no, misrepresentation no. and misreading of <laughs> the, the whole fucking intent of that. The funny thing is he's got the word judged, judged. highlighted in yellow. It's like, yes, they'll be judged by the content of their characters and are they a good hard worker? Are they a nice person? That's kind of judging. And we can God even say, okay, it. sure, if we want to follow that premise, I will judge you, Gordon Klingeschmidt, for the content of your character yeah. being a, a fucking, fucking bigot. If you're yeah. if you're an asshole, I'm going to judge you as an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> That's the content of your character. It is. It is. But fuck English man. But that has nothing to do with those are lesbian. No. What does it have to do with lesbian? Those are two completely different words. Well, with and two it, completely different meanings. And this guy's fucking <laughs> twisted bald ass dome. I'm sure that the character hey, he's hey, referring hey, hey. to. <laughs> Sorry, Grant and Ryan and myself to some extent these days. <laughs> but, you know, according to this guy, it's because whatever he conceives of being immoral yeah. or against God, that's that's bad character. Just fucking let's listen to the rest of this. Let's just Fuck. be careful judging the In other words, impaired. it doesn't matter what your skin color is. <laughs> it matters what's inside of your heart. And if your heart is full of corruption or sin or immorality. 
bigotry and assholishness <laughs> and fucking dog shit vomit. <laughs> Heinous fuckery most foul. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Morality, in this case homosexuality, then you should be discriminated. But you're the one but who... No. God damn it. Fuck. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> He's just... got a PhD. What does he have a PhD in? Fuckery. Um, <laughs> he probably got one from one of those colleges where you go online. I mean, putting hose down. That's I mean, what that stands for. He's a chaplain. Is it maybe uh, in theology? Or... Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, he probably went through the, like, whatever branch he was, academy, and yeah. got a degree through there. Discriminated against. When these confusing statutes now try to redefine discrimination and say that you can no longer <laughs> discriminate against character, that the, anyone who discriminates against character is guilty of discrimination and therefore ought to be discriminated against, they're actually saying Martin Luther King himself ought to face, uh, ought to be punished for his views. And that's not right. No. 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 I not would. A, not a, I no. no. Don't think no. so. You know, I've, I've actually, I've actually been a little curious to know what, what the good Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King would have said about homosexuality and marriage equality and everything because he didn't really, it wasn't, it wasn't really a an thing. Issue. No, it, was, no, it, it wasn't, wasn't an issue. It wasn't even on his radar. I mean, he was all about civil rights. So yeah. I would imagine that he would be all for it, but. I don't know. But he at the same time, religious, so. during that civil rights era, he had like the flower children following behind him, the people that would be fighting now for same-sex marriage. The flower oh. children, like they're in, yeah. like 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 the, the hippie 60s. culture. The hippie culture, culture yeah. Yeah. Uh, was 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 behind Martin the Luther King. Child. Yeah, like, I mean it's 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 hard to say because I mean you know he he was a very hardcore Christian. Yeah, um, yeah, and and he was old school. Uh, an older person who they tend to be a far less um, generous when it comes to <laughs> uh, things like LGBT rights and things like that. So I I don't know. I I'd like to think he would, but I I, I don't know. I would almost think he, at the time. I it, I it depends on where it would be at in, in the culture for same-sex marriage and gays and lesbians. Because if he was saying, well, I want rights for these people, not these, it'd be like, well, that's kind of hypocritical of you if you want equal rights for everyone. Yeah. You you can't be hypocritical and say you only want equal rights for the African-Americans, but not for this culture. Yeah. So I think at the time with him fighting for equal rights, he would almost, in order to win the battle, have to include them in it. I, I would think so, yeah. Well, I'd hope so. I would hope yeah. so, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'd like to think that he was, you know... It, intellectual and intellectually enlightened enough to connect the dots well and, and even beyond intellectually enlightened enough just intellectually honest enough to say that these yeah. are civil rights yeah, for right. that should be extended to everybody i mean he could, I, I think yeah. the only non-hypocritical argument he might make he might try to make if if he were to try to make one is is the argument that from a christian perspective being gay is is a sin. Yeah. Whereas being black is not a sin. And whether he would view being gay as a part of who you are, just like your skin mm -hmm. color, mm -hmm. or is it just an an act uh that that you perform. Right. Well, yeah, so, it's it's interesting. Well, like I said, I've wondered about this because he was such a, a big civil rights activist. Yeah. It wasn't Yeah. It wasn't you know, a, a Christian rights activist or a right wing activist. He was a civil rights activist. True, but but true. even being a being a Christian, I would hope that he would at least be like, "Hey, 
I want these people to have the same rights and opportunities and not to be discriminated against. I might not agree with their lifestyle, but they should have the same opportunities. Yeah. I, and I, uh, he probably would. I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm just throwing out yeah. devil's advocate. I've often thought the same thing about the founding fathers, honestly, in the second amendment too. Yeah. <laughs> Wondering what, what the founding fathers would say about the second amendment given where we are now. Uh, and, but that's a whole nother. Thing. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you know, at the time, so, so to put it into context a little bit more, you know, at the time when, when Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King, Jr. was was out doing his thing. He was speaking out against people who were using religion as as yeah as a as a club to beat people over the yeah, head. Right? I yeah. mean, he was going up against the KKK, which is a religious organization. Yeah. Oh, they yes. they base religion, they base yeah. their their stuff off of teachings from the Bible about keeping slaves and everything. So, I would like to think that he would be able to set to set aside any religious beliefs or religious teachings that would be anti-equality or anti-civil rights but i don't know it's it's an interesting thought experiment i guess but i mean like i said he he did speak against other people who were explicitly saying no the bible says here yeah. that these people are sinners or that you know black people are inferior and that i should be able to keep them as slaves and i i guess i would hope that if he hadn't been uh executed murdered assassinated that now he probably still would have been alive and he would have been on this right side of fighting for civil rights still for everybody i like I to hope. think so I like yeah to think so. so would i yeah uh we have another video of mr kling and schmidt here oh goody this this has like a whole bunch of videos from him so in this one apparently uh, yeah this is the demonic uh, gays he says have something inhuman and demonic inside of them which causes mm. them to persecute christians and which is why he thinks that teaching kids about gay marriage is mental rape and advocates Whoa. for Christians to print anti-gay Bible verses on the backs of gay people's wedding photos. You know where they get it from? It's because the semen's in the latte. The semen in the lattes! Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> They're saying every child has a right to homosexual indoctrination. Are you kidding me? Every child has a right to be recruited into perversion. Per <laughs> Excuse me. What? Uh, I mean, this is making me choke up inside, right? Uh, here's no, another quote from a different no, yeah, board. Yeah. A bullet dicks, no. you fuck. <laughs> Ensuring that no child is denied the right to access to homosexual education. You're painting this. No, no. Think, oh my god, it's right in here. So he has this text, this text quote here, and it says, "In sure quote, no child is denied the right of access to, and then in bracketed, homosexual, and then education." So he just he fucking he just threw the word homosexual yeah, in there. So the the actual quote is, "No child is denied the right of access to education because of the personal beliefs of a professional, a fellow people, or the parents of another people." He mm -hmm. just threw the word homosexual the in yeah. there. Yeah. To make this fit his own fucking twisted narrative. Is a child's rights? Every child has a right to homosexual education? Are you kidding? Yeah. yeah. Because <laughs> of the personal beliefs of a professional, a fellow pupil, or the parents of another pupil. So, in other words, every child has a right to be raped. What? What the no. fuck are you no. talking about? Somebody who's going... What the f... No. Whoa! How do you make the Whoa. leap? Even, even if they said homosexual education... How do you make that oh. leap to rape? Yeah. I have no it's idea. It's okay to rape a kid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. Every child has a right to be raped, at least in their mind. Oh. 
by somebody who's going to pervert, pervert oh, them and rape. recruit them oh, into sexual rape. immorality. This is how the liberals think. No, no, it's not. No, we don't no. want to. No. We don't want to rape no. anybody. No, no rape. No rape is what? bad. No, oh but I mean this, and this is oh. this is what they always tried to do. They tried to oh. associate anything gay, anything gay, lesbian, transgender, with with rape, with with uh, bestiality, yeah. with uh, child the, rape, the slippery with, slope. You know all yeah. all of that. You know if you know. If if you got a gay guy, a gay guy is inherently going to rape any boy he comes across. Oh, That's why we can't have gay leaders in in the Boy yeah. Scouts. You know, because uh, they can't differentiate. It's horseshit. A pedophile from a homosexual. Yeah, there's a, yeah. there's a fucking difference there. A Just as there's a difference, difference between heterosexuals and pedophiles. Yeah, yeah. huge difference. So well, most pedophiles are heterosexual. Yeah. This is this is the last one that I will play oh. from Mr. Klingenschmidt. In this one, he uh, apparently warns that allowing gays to serve in the Boy Scouts will lead to, quote, more homosexual molestation of young boys, and quote, that gays need conversion conversion therapy to get the devil out, and stated last year that a crane collapse in Mecca that killed over 100 Muslim worshippers was, quote, the consequence of their sin... For praying to Satan. No, it's because no. OSHA's not there. <laughs> I guess he has OSHA's no not... idea what the Muslims actually pray to. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Uh, same, the same, same God of Abraham same, that yeah. you pray to. Same Abrahamic God. Yeah. Sorry. Where's the, the true God? I need to back Yahuwah, this up just a second here. The father of Jesus. Fo- foiled by sorry, sorry, the true sorry, God. Sorry, I, just, I, keep, I keep hitting the mute on the computer. Why the fuck do you do that? Fucking it up. Sorry. Here we go again. There are two different gods. There's a true God. Yahovah, the father of Jesus Christ, and there's a false god, Allah, who is... They're the same thing. It's the same fucking god! And there are thousands of other gods, too. It's it's like if I say God in German, does that make it not the right god? Or if I say it in a different language? That's all really Allah means. It's a different language. You know what fucking kills me? Is had this guy not worn his fucking uniform... To go and protest or do whatever the fuck he did and been kicked out, he could have potentially still been in the military, preaching this horrible fucking shit. There's there's, ah! there's a closer relationship between Allah and and Yahweh than there is between Yahweh and and uh, Odin. Oh yeah, or Zeus <laughs> yeah. or or Jupiter. I mean, this guy fucking makes me mad. He's- the father of the false prophet Muhammad. Now, which one were they praying to when an act of God dumped this crane on their heads and killed 107 people? I think he means act of gravity. Who who yeah. were the Christians praying to when a tidal wave wiped out 250 fucking thousand kids and women and men and, and everybody else? Went, fuck you! You fucking fuck! <laughs> For some reason, I think this guy shows pops goes up his ass that night, wakes him in the melt. <laughs> oh my god! Then pulls the stick out. This mm, guy's sticks. fucking awful. God. I think they were praying to a false god. Now, there's two ways you could look at this. You could either say Allah wanted to kill them, or you could say this is the consequence of their sin when they were really praying to Satan, and a so-called act of God was not an act of Jehovah, the Father of Jesus. 
does he ever fucking think about this for a second to go that any of the Christians who were praying to their God who were killed, that they could, that they could turn this right around on yeah. him and say the same fucking thing? Does that ever cross his tiny fucking mind? No, no, he's too busy mind Christians never die while praying. Jesus. Per- perhaps, Christ. perhaps I'm naive. Let me know. This is I, the first time I've ever heard it pronounced Jehovah. Jehovah. Have you, have you heard that before? He's that, the only one I've heard do it like that. Jehovah. Jehovah. I mean, I know Yahweh, I know Jehovah, yeah. I know Yahweh, I've, but Jehovah, wow. I've never heard that particular pronunciation. No, no. no it's because it's. I he's, may he's saying it, it phonetically. He is. I'm sure we're all uh, wrong. Uh, how dare we quest- question Dr. Chaps? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Ashley Chaps. <laughs> Who does not take revenge but shows compassion even to his enemies really or at least jesus <laughs> teaches us to pray for those who worship false gods uh, i'm just thinking boy these i don't remember jesus ever fucking saying that no no, no he didn't not once no nowhere well, he did no. say well in the ten commandments there's no other god but well that wasn't jesus no that's that old that. school that's, that's old testament yeah, yeah. that's that's, that's what the only time where I can think of that. That's, that's that. the original Jesus. Yeah. That's <laughs> Jesus version 1.0. Point, yeah, yeah. It's not OG, say. it's OJ, it's, yeah. not Simpson. It was, it was before he sent himself to impregnate his yeah. mother so to give birth to him. Yeah. yeah. These people really have a hard time discerning which God they should be praying to. No, they don't. The Bible says no. this in Second Peter 2, but false prophets also arose among the people. False prophets like Muhammad, right? No, just or you, there is there also prick? be false teachers among you who who will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them. In other words, denying Christ. De- no, 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 no. Denying the master who bought them. Did Jesus buy anybody? No, no. it's talking about owning slaves. Yeah, slaves. It says you the master. Will- it yeah. says you will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, not brought, bought, bought. purchased, bringing swift destruction upon themselves. This fucking guy. That, that to me he, pretty much says if you buy someone and they do not do your bidding, you can kill them. Yeah. It's like, is English your first language? No. It, it, <laughs> yeah, he, well. yeah, he does not English very well. Well, not, with a name like Klingenschmidt, I'm, I'm not so sure. And so they bring swift destruction upon themselves. Let's pray. Would you pray with me? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> all resounding. All <laughs> on all those no. destruction upon themselves. And Father, whether they, you know, worship a false god, and and maybe this is natural causes. Is it required to have your eyes closed for God to hear you? Of those yes, cranes, I think Father, so. Yeah. Okay. So far as it is an act of God, we ask you to show mercy. Because you can't That's see God, right? That's a good question. Right? I haven't yeah. actually thought about that one. I've always, I've always wondered why they have to use old timey language. Yeah. Like the Mormons always pray with the, you know, thou and thee and thine and, and all the bullshit. Yeah, yeah. All, all, all wow. that kind of thing. I've the never, Episcopal I've never actually thought about way. why do you have to also <laughs> close your eyes? They pray in reformed Egyptian. <laughs> well, no, I mean, what's what's with the hand thing? I mean, yeah, you know, the the motion of the hand, whether you're you know putting your hands together, or crossing them, or or. 
Or do I mean, your fingers have to be interlaced? And uh, which way? I mean, does your thumb go on top or up the butt? You know, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's why when I, whenever I'm like watching like a military documentary or something like that, especially like the newer ones that are coming out from Iraq and Afghanistan, I see the them do the prayer before they go out on a mission. I'm looking for the guy who does not bow his head, and I'm like, "There's the atheist, because <laughs> <laughs> that was me." You tell me to bow my head? Fuck you, chaplain! I ain't bound shit. It's funny. I do the same thing at family parties. It's really funny to me. Like I, you know, me and the kids and Tracy will just be standing there, like, ah, but this is fucking ridiculous. Just kind of looking around, you know, eating little bits of food, drinking, doing whatever. And you look around the room, and it's like, oh. My uncle's son is probably an atheist. <laughs> See, that, he's the, not closing his eyes and bowing his head. The bowing the head kind of makes sense to me. I mean, because mm-hmm. bowing your head is kind of a, 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 subservient, a symbol yeah, of yeah. servitude, yeah. Of, yeah. of subservience. Yeah. So that that makes a certain amount of sense. But the closing your yeah, eyes and the folding your arms or yeah. or clasping Clasp, your yeah. hands or you know any of those things, those I don't know what. You're making a complete circuit. That's what it is. <laughs> You're closing the circuit. It's, it's like that uh, <laughs> that that study they did with the primates, where they shock the first one. None of the others get shocked, but they all do the same actions because they're still afraid of being shocked. Yeah, they just do it because everyone else before them did it. Because yeah, you've been yeah. indoctrinated into doing it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like some of those some of the religious families. I don't. I'm not sure of which persuasion. They are, but you know they'll they'll pray on their meal and they all have to hold hands. Yeah, my family has never done that. No. Being LDS, it's just you fold your arms and bow your head and close your eyes. But I've I've seen other movies and things where people all hold hands around the table and it's like yeah, they're that's... they're closing the circuit, closing I... the circuit to make it more powerful. It's got to extend that. That's going to reach that far that much farther up into the heavens. I think at my family dinners it was, hey, Grandma needs another beer. <laughs> <laughs> Were you were your grandparents religious? I know your parents weren't religious. Uh, my grandmother was Lutheran, but so kind. Well, Lutherans can be pretty. Strict. But never, I, I never saw my grandmother ever go to church. She never preached anything. Yeah, uh, there was one cross in her house, and that was it. Yeah, no Bibles. One no of nothing. one of one of the most sexually adventurous women I've ever dated was a very very strict Lutheran. So that was very strange to me. <laughs> <laughs> she was so, very, so, very, if, very religiously strict, but holy cow! Wow, when the lights was went wild. out, yeah. <laughs> so, lesson to all you out there in podcast land: if you're at a match dot com tonight, and she's she's Lutheran, you're, Look you're for looking it. for a date. Her name was Stacy. Check check off Lutheran <laughs> if you're looking for a really good time. <laughs> oh, this guy. Fifty Shades of Lutheran. Oh, the God, there's there's more of it. <laughs> there, there's a little bit. He's still praying, though. Yeah, I think he just prays till uh, the end of this because then they do the whole right wing watch thing. those who worship the false god of Satan who has destroyed them. But- the false god of Satan is the same fucking god. god. Yeah. <laughs> Satan knows about your... So this is what always really bothered me about about Satan and hell and everything, too, right? One of, the, one of my biggest things about this is that even according to Christians... Satan knows God exists for a fact. Satan knows God exists because God created him and then God kicked him out of yeah. heaven. And mm-hmm. Satan still rebels against him. They're arguing brothers. Satan yeah. knows that God exists and knows that God is full of shit. I don't, I don't, how can, how can any Christian look at that and go, uh, it's probably just because he's misguided. See, like, <laughs> God, God created him. God, 
made Satan and then gave him his own playground to torture people forever and ever and can't do anything about it, apparently. Uh, and apparently doesn't have free will either. Yeah. Satan's Whatever the guy that that's like, <laughs> here, I'm going to give you a free car. God's the guy's like, no, I'm going to make you have a bad mortgage, a bunch of debt. You're going to have to pay this shit off to me. You're going to work your fucking ass off to pay for this car. Satan's then, a used car salesman? <laughs> no, no, I can no, believe no, that. God's the used car salesman. Oh, Satan no. gives it to all, you. All used uh, car salesmen are Satan. <laughs> well, that's true, too. But no. Cause or Satan, they're demons of some sort. Yeah. Satan wanted to give you the knowledge. He wanted to give you, let you know, hey, here's how everything works. Where God's like, no, I ain't going to tell you shit, but you got to worship me. And hopefully I'll tell you when you die. <laughs> just the whole yeah we don't need to hear the rest of his bullshit well so uh, he brings up something that that i've always marveled at yeah and you know he he's he's going on this tirade against islam mm-hmm. uh, against muslims and and allah and all that i've never really fully understood i i'm i kind of understand but i've i've never really fully understood why religions aren't at each other's throats well, they are sometimes well, in different places. Some, sometimes, yeah. I, to some extent. Are you I talking mean, like, like the different, like the different Catholic, main branches? Like Catholics or? versus Mormons. You know, I mean, Catholics and Mormons get along just fine. Now. Well, now. yeah. I mean, they, they didn't always. The it was always a tenuous. And the, they don't like each other. I mean, Mormons don't particularly like uh, Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm-hmm. But but. They don't do anything about it. Well, because they, well, they found their a common enemy in, in <laughs> atheists us. now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're, well, they're and Muslims. I mean, they they used to they used to argue and disagree with each other all the time when like, it was just them and they like, could all stand around and argue which one of us is less bullshitty than the other one, like the right. Catholic yeah. Lutheran fucking shit. Or- <laughs> Yeah, but why? why Protestant. Uh, but I mean, that's pretty much the extent of what they did. Is, yeah. is they just argued yeah. and disagreed yeah. with each other? Unless you're in Ireland. Whereas, <laughs> yeah, know, when, yeah, you know, the sin of following a false prophet results in in an argument. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're just. But the yeah. the sorry, sin you're of, just wrong, and you'll sorry, find out when you die. You'll find out when you. The yeah. the sin of abortion results in firebombs. The sin yeah. of being gay results in getting beatdowns and mm-hmm. being killed and shit like that. There, there's no, there's not as uh, setting aside radical Islam, um, you know, there's not as much, uh, at least as far as I can tell, one religion against another beyond just disagreement. Well, well like I said, I, I mentioned Ireland. I mean, the Catholics and the Protestants there yeah. well, that, waged that, war yeah. for a very, very yeah. long yeah. time. Yeah, oh, but, okay. but that had, a, but that had, that had its roots in the the English occupation yeah. of yeah. Ireland. Um, the Catholic Protestant thing was just kind of a, a byproduct of the region. <laughs> yeah, it was really a by. It was it, it was, was an easier way to identify you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and certainly, yeah, they're historical. They're mm-hmm. historical time. The, yeah. you know, the Crusades and things like yeah. that. And but there's there's actually a good like reason that. for like, it. Like like right now, I, I'm talking about more like right now. Yeah, yeah. They're, they they're all cozy together. Yeah, you know? there is actually kind of a good reason. It's like it's like when you when you've got a brother, and you both know. That when your parents come home, you're both trying to get away with something. You're both trying to get away with some shit. Mm-hmm. And you know that if you tell your parents what your brother just did, your brother's going to tell your parents what you just did. Uh, so you're both so, fucked. So you're both going to get fucked. Hopefully not by but your parents. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hopefully. <laughs> well, you might get mind fucked. <laughs> or mind raped, sorry. Got that one wrong. <laughs> so you you kind you kind of you don't agree with each other, right? At all, you you know you know you both just fucked each other's shit up. Yeah, but you're not going to say anything to the parents. 
because that's your that's a, the common enemy. Right. And, so that's, and that's and, really and, it. And that and that makes sense. And when I said, you know, there's there's part of me that yeah. does understand. That's part of my uh, understanding. Part of, it, yeah. part of my thinking. Another part of my thinking is that that d- down deep, a vast majority of them setting aside. Klingenschmidt or who? Klingenschmidt. <laughs> they all Klingenschmidt. Most Klingon. people, most people know they, they're wrong. They know they know they're wrong to begin yeah. with, right? So and, and you know they're you they're not going to wage a holy out. war against somebody else based yeah. on their yeah. beliefs when they don't even believe their own beliefs. Yeah. So uh, to some extent, I answered my own question, but yeah. I, I'm just amazed that there as, aren't soon more as, call, as soon as holy you call wars. somebody else out, everybody else in that building is going to go, yeah. Yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, wait. No. It just surprises me. It's it just one of those things yeah. that surprises it's me. Like, a bit. It's like people saying, "Oh no, the Muslim gods. That's that's not a real. That's not a real yeah. guy. That guy's not real." Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why. Wait, it, wait, wait if, a second. If they find a way to all collaborate with each other and find a uniformed enemy, they're they've got more strength that way. Besides, yeah. versus dividing themselves up. Have that target painted bright red on our <laughs> yeah. Going back to the going back to the the sibling thing you you mentioned, it reminded me of a story when I was really young, and my sister and I were raised kind of latchkey kids. We'd get ourselves up, go to you know get dressed, get ready to go to school, attend school, come back from school, let ourselves into the house, and watch each other until our parents came home from work and everything. I grew up kind of poor, and I remember one day when I was very young, my parents both left to go to the store. And we were just supposed to hang out at the house and be good kids and everything. Really, really young. I was, shit, I think I was four and my sister was two or three. And as soon as my parents left the duplex we were living in, my sister started jumping on the couch and we were having a good time and she's jumping on the couch and I don't know what the fuck I was doing other than watching her jump on the couch. Maybe I was bouncing on the couch too, but I could hear my parents come back like they forgot something and I could hear the key in the latch and everything. And I'm trying to tell her and Warner, like, stop, stop. Mom yeah. and dad are home. They're going to get pissed seeing you jump on the couch. So me trying to be the protective big brother, I grabbed her leg and swept it out from under her <laughs> so, that, <laughs> so that she wouldn't be able to jump on the couch anymore. And instead of this fixing the situation, <laughs> she fell forward and hit her chin right on the corner of the coffee table in uh. front of her. And so my parents walked in. To, to I mean, they had just a, left the house. To a spray of blood. They lock the door. They go to get in the car. They've realized they've forgotten something. They turn around immediately, come back into the house. They've been gone like 10, 15 seconds. So they leave. They come back in, and they're witnessing a scene of me holding my sister's leg <laughs> and basically her head slamming into the coffee table and then bleeding everywhere. <laughs> and I'm the one who got in trouble. <laughs> Uh, I'm like, I'm trying to be the good guy here. <laughs> I can't help it. She fell. It, uh, yeah. It was, that's what I get for trying stairs. to be a nice guy. <laughs> I got to tell you, so I, I was a, I was a latchkey kid growing up too, uh, uh, raised by a single father. I enjoyed being a latchkey kid myself. I mean, all my, yeah, all, were, yeah, I've got all my friends stories. had to go home and, you know, their parents were there, their mom was there. And, you know, I, I went home to peace and quiet. I had the house to myself or, you know, my brother was there, but, um, I, I enjoyed the, there was a freedom and autonomy of being a latchkey kid that I, I thought was cool. Yeah. It was, I mean, there, there were some good times for sure. I mean, just, you know, I can remember going out in the backyard. Uh, we lived in, lived in this house in West Jordan that we had a giant peach tree or a giant, uh, cherry tree 
and a big apple tree and then like seven peach trees and grape vines and raspberry bushes. And my dad had this big garden and a swing set. And, you know, this was after my parents had started to make a little more money and they, they finally bought their own home. And this was shortly before the divorce. But in, in the intervening, you know, couple of years, you know, going home and just. Me and my sister climbing up into the cherry tree and sitting out there for hours just eating cherries out of the tree. And, and shitting your pants. Yeah, I was going to say, and then <laughs> shitting our brains out for the whole next day. <laughs> just eating, uh. eating peaches off of the tree. Yeah, there was, there was a lot of fun. You know, my, during the winter when there were a couple of really, really heavy snows that we'd had and my dad would shovel the driveway and put it all onto one side of the oh, driveway. Yeah. Build a tunnel. And the, no, better than that, dude. You, so, you build a sled ramp. No, no, <laughs> even better than that. We had, we had a carport that sat off to the side of the house. It wasn't a garage. It was a carport. But the way the swing set was situated in the backyard, the very top of the swing set was fairly close to the roof. Okay. So you could get on top of the swing set and then, you know, get on top of the, on the very top of the, swing set crossbar from where the ladder was and the monkey bars and whatever. And then you could just, you know, kind of hop over onto the top of the carport. And during, during a couple winters when we had really heavy snows and my dad would shovel out there, we'd, we'd, we'd go out in the backyard, climb on top of the swing set, get on the roof and then jump off the roof into the big snow pile oh, underneath. That was, yeah, we couldn't do that in a Wisconsin. Lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Our snow is like ice. It's like, yeah. it's like concrete. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be very soft. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah, there's, there's a lot of just fun little stories like that. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, yeah. certainly, yeah, there, there were floods and there were fires and broken teeth and. Yeah. We almost burned yeah. the house down a couple of times. I cut off finger once, but you know, <laughs> it should happen. Uh, but mostly it was fun. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. Uh, <laughs> well, the, the good part, the good part about cutting off fingers is there's a limit to how much you can do it. There, there is. <laughs> yeah, about ten. <laughs> about ten. You can do it. Oh gosh, just hey, about. That'll never happen again. <laughs> oh yeah. So, so that 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 whole bit about Gordon Klingenschmidt is the Ted Cruz is, you know, so, so happy. happy to receive yeah. the endorsement oh. from this guy. The the whole story after all of these, I think there's like five or six different clips God. in here from him. The story ends with saying, and Ted Cruz is so honored to have Klingenschmidt's support that he has placed him on his Colorado leadership team, which is fucking Fuck. disgusting. Oh, that'd oh, be yeah. like, that'd be like Donald Trump putting David Duke in front of, or uh, as, as head of his, whatever fucking state team, New York. <laughs> it, yeah. Isn't it so awesome right now? The Republicans, your choices are Ted Cruz or Donald Trump. It's, well, and then, and then on the Democratic side, we have two really good candidates. Yeah. And I, I hear the Bernie or Bust people saying, Bernie or Bust, we're not ever going to vote for Hillary. I'll vote for a Republican uh, before yeah. her. And I'm like, I don't oh, agree fuck with that. you right in the mouth. Like, you really? stupid, ignorant shit. I, I honestly like Hillary. I mean, I, I, have, I like them both. I yeah. have some issues with her, but I, I, I have some issues with Bernie. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, neither of them are, are, his stance 100%. on GMOs really bothers me. Um, mm. you know, his, his lack of experience, uh, on, on a broader world stage concerns me a bit. Yeah. Um, you know, the foreign policy thing and things like that. But I, I, I'm not going to vote for Hillary just because she's better than the alternative. I, I do like Hillary. Yeah. Uh, I have some concerns about some other things, but 
Um, I, I just really like the fact that with Bernie Sanders, everything that he's come up and been against in the Senate and in Congress for the past 30 years, and he said, this is what's going to happen, has mostly happened. He's, yeah. he's got and everyone else has voted against him. Like, yeah. oh, well, that guy was that crazy doctor, doctor time travel dude was right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got a pretty damn good track record. He does. Of yeah. Predicting shit. He does. God that our neighbors believe in is essentially an invisible person. He's a creator deity who created the universe to have a relationship with one species of primate. Lucky us. <laughs> and and he's, got, he's got galaxy upon galaxy to attend to, but he's especially concerned with what we do, and, and he's especially concerned with what we do while naked. Following along with our Ted Cruz theme, uh, Ted Glenn Cruz Beck, sing along. Glenn, uh. Glenn Beck claims that Ted Cruz chewed out his staff for allowing him to appear at Kevin Swanson's Kill the Gays rally, which I think is complete bullshit. Because if he had actually chewed out his staff, then he would have also gone publicly and he would have he would have come out publicly it, yeah, and said, it would, it would "I do public. not want this man's endorsement." Yeah. yeah, I did not realize he was such a fucking asshole that he had endorsed such hateful views. Mm. Blah, blah, Even blah, though blah. I was at the yeah. rally when he said it before he introduced, yeah, me yeah he would have placed him front and center on his website, claiming yeah. that he was proud of getting Kevin Swanson's endorsement uh-huh. as well as. Gordon Klingenschmidt, well, right? Yeah, well, I, I, I'm, not, I'm no longer going to call him Klingenschmidt. It's Flingenschit. Flingenschit? <laughs> Gordon Flingenschit. That's good. I like that's it. A, that's good. <laughs> you got Trump. You got, yeah. Uh, so this also comes to us from right. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> There's a bee in there. You're okay? getting, getting choked up there with the spirit. I was, I was really, really. Moved. I, I I love that from the fling, the, the flinging shit uh, video where where he he gets you know he gets something caught in his throat and he plays it off as He's like as oh, oh, I'm all the, sp- the spirit's touching yeah. me. No, no, you got some phlegm in your throat. If the spirit's touching you, you should contact an adult. <laughs> Clear your fucking throat. Stranger danger. Uh, so so the story says that earlier today we wrote a post pointing out the Republican presidential hopeful Ted. Cruz is not being honest about his response to his attendance last year at a conference organized by radical anti-gay activist Kevin Swanson, falsely claiming that he was not aware of Swanson's views before he attended and that he immediately denounced them once he learned about them, which is bullshit. He still hasn't denounced them. No. Uh, The story continues and says this is nonsense, as Swanson's views were well documented long before Cruz attended the rally, and Cruz himself was directly confronted about them by CNN's Jake Tapper the day before he spoke alongside Swanson. Both Cruz and his father, Rafael Cruz, fucking bigot, senior, <laughs> yeah, nonetheless agreed to appear at the conference, and then and then his campaign proceeded to dismiss any criticism of his decision. Ben Carson, on the other hand, reportedly dropped out of the conference because of Swanson's notorious extremism. Now Cruz is attempting to rewrite history, and in doing so, apparently lying to Glenn Beck's face about it. Not that Glenn Beck would fucking care, because he's he's all this, in this. for Ted Cruz. Oh yeah. Have you heard a shit about, oh, my and my family prayed yeah. openly and in quiet and together yeah. and with well, my staff, yeah. and, and Ted Cruz has been anointed by God for this now. Yeah, no. Ble- Which is going to Beck- be hilarious when Ted Cruz fucking loses. Yeah. yeah. Beck's not all in for Ted Cruz. 
Beck is balls deep. (laughs) 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 On his radio show today. Talk about a team. (laughs) 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 Finish that. (laughs) On his radio show today, uh, Beck revealed that Cruz was at Beck's home yesterday for several hours just hanging out and shooting footage for campaign commercials when Beck's daughter asked him about his decision to appear at Swanson's rally. Beck was obviously only vaguely familiar with the controversy, judging by the fact that he wrongly claimed that it took place in Ohio. It was in Iowa. And <laughs> well, falsely those two are easily states that are confused. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. corn and corn. I don't yeah. know which one's they which. Both Flat land. Four uh, letters. Yeah. And, and falsely said that Swanson made his outrageous remarks during the death penalty for homosexuality the day before Cruz even spoke at the rally. Nope. Actually, Swanson made the case twice, once just before Cruz spoke and again the day after. According to Beck, when his daughter asked Cruz about his participation, Cruz declared that Swanson and his views are reprehensible and that he chewed his staff out for allegedly not knowing about Swanson's views and for allowing him to appear at Swanson's conference, which we know is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Beck reported that Cruz told his daughter that, quote, not only did I not know that, I think that was absolutely reprehensible, bigoted, despicable. I want nothing to do with him or any kind of alliances to people like that. Which is bullshit, because you say the same fucking thing, but just in more guarded terms. Well, we even played the segment on our show a little while back, where Swanson's giving that talk about stoning homosexuals and introducing Ted Cruz. Yeah, yeah, he brings him out right as he finishes. Yeah, it was on video. Yeah, apparently Glenn Beck is no better at Google than... Ted Cruz. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, he has his blackboard. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. He does he, everything he's on- an, He's an analog. He guy. does everything on a blackboard or a whiteboard. <laughs> you know? We'll see what the video here has to say. This is, this is Glenn Beck in his tiny and ill-fitting, weird-looking glasses. Yeah. They're they're really strange. Well, to, they're like really like they're really close yeah. together. Yeah, it's well, it's to, like he's wearing yeah a, a caricature like pair of glasses. Starred. A little bit. Not to I, me- not to mention his really weird, weird chin. Beard. He's got a weird face. He's I mean, got it, a weird beard going on. It's not. Yeah. He's got like it's not the, quite a goatee. It's not. It's no. like, it's a five o'clock goatee. It's, it's a, a five, five o'clock, o'clock shadow goatee. Shadow goatee. But I'm just wondering if there's actual lenses in those glasses. I think it's I think it's there only to make it appear <laughs> that he has a chin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the whole purpose of that goatee right there. Like, this is where my chin actually is. It's not down here. <laughs> well, let's, hear, let's watch this video. And this is him sitting on a couch just trying to, you know, act all casual as he's recording his show for The Blaze. Right before we started recording that, my daughter walks out of her house. She lives next door. She walked out of her house because everybody was in, like, you know, 400 people were in the yard. And uh, she's like, hey, Dad, just another day at the Beck house. And uh, I said, you haven't, you haven't met Senator Cruz yet, have you? And she said, no. And then she looked at me because she knew what I was going to do. And, and she's, she beat red. And she's like, no, Dad, I, no, please don't. And I said, no, you should hear it from him. No, I don't want to meet him. She no, has been asking no. me to ask because all of her friends, all of her New York friends are all like, look at this. All of her New York, New York friends. God damn it. He speaks liberals. at this, some church in Ohio where that guy, have you seen this video? It's horrible. This guy comes out and he's like, I think that I'm not saying that they should be sown to death. I'm just saying God says that homosexuals. The guy that opened you for say them, the right? yeah. same goddamn thing. You do. Yeah. Your yeah. church, the LDS church, teaches the same yeah. fucking thing. And this guy here even said right there, he goes, this is the guy that opened for him. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he did. Yeah, this is the guy that opened for him. Let me back that up just a little bit here. Yeah. You know, it's horrible. This guy comes out and he's like, I think that I'm not saying that they should be sown to death. I'm just saying God says that homosexuals. It's the guy that opened for him, right? Yeah. It was yeah. crazy. <laughs> and, and actually, from what I understand, it, he didn't open. He said it like the day yes, before. Yes, he did. Yeah. Oh. No, and, it, was, it was the same uh, rally. And so Ted wasn't even there and didn't no. know this guy. So anyway, my, my daughter comes Wrong. up. I said, no, you should hear it he from him. Wings. I didn't know the answer he was going to give. And I said, I had been saying to her for a couple of months that I was going to ask him, and I keep forgetting. And I said, because it's not important. Because you don't yeah. care. Yeah, I want to look him no, in the eyes. Because you says, don't want to know. The yeah. So I say, come with me, because you need to judge. And so <laughs> I said, Ted, my daughter has a question. And she, judge not lest ye be judged, yeah. right? Oh. Well, it's a woman. So oh, right. she's like, well, so it doesn't really that, matter. Yeah. You know that, that speech you gave right before the preacher? Immediately he knew what it was, and he said, okay, first of all, that guy was reprehensible, reprehensible. He said, honestly, it's one of the only times I have chewed my staff out. How did you not know who this guy was? How did you not know that guy was going to say that? Well, because your dad said the same stuff. I was there. Because he has parental yeah. controls on the staff computers. Yeah. And Ted Cruz <laughs> says the same fucking thing, and, just in yeah. more guarded terms. Well, Ted Cruz's father has said worse. Yeah, he has. <laughs> God staff out how did you not know who this guy was how did you not know that guy was going to say that he said i was there other candidates were there he said i can't i can't say that i wasn't there because i did i will tell you that not only did i not know that i think that was absolutely reprehensible bigoted despicable i want nothing to do with him so i'll put him on my website uh, yeah alliances to people like that mm. and he was really strong and i looked at her and she's like okay good i yeah. i'm i'm cool with that no, no, no don't I'm, be cool no, with lying okay, no <laughs> oh god yeah a politician tells me something oh yeah i'm good with that no oh, sure, so yeah, right yeah. at the end of the clip he was reciting what Cruz was saying, which yeah. was, mm-hmm. I can't say I wasn't there. I was there. I mean, it's reprehensible. But other politicians were there, too. 60 yeah. seconds earlier, Glenn is saying, well, Cruz wasn't, wasn't even there. Yeah. It happened the day before. Yeah. I mean, in, in within a two-minute video clip, I mean, he's, he's contradicting well, he's himself. Con- yeah, yeah he, he's he, contradicted he, by the guy who's sitting there. He contradicts <laughs> himself. Well, he, he, he's trying to justify it. Yeah, he is. Yeah. That's what's and, reprehensible. Yeah. And yeah. here's uh, it, and this is a minor point. I mean, Glenn Beck's daughter bought a house right next door to her father. I mean, <laughs> well, I'm sure she didn't buy it. I'm sure she didn't buy it. I'm sure he bought it. He bought it for Here, have a house. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I my daughters when they moved out, I mean, it was like, you know, they didn't leave the city, but you know, they <laughs> well, they wanted a safe distance. They did not want yeah. to run into me at the grocery store. Glenn Beck and his daughter have a special relationship. Oh, oh, yeah. like Trump and his daughter. Yes, yes. Ew. That's oh, <laughs> oh. I'm not not. I'm not implying anything. I'm no. saying they're they're very close. No, very. What's what I what I find odd close. There, if Ted Cruz really found that guy and what he said so reprehensible, why is it, he? Why do I need to make a public statement about it? Yeah, and that ever, wasn't at yeah. any wasn't, point in time. Yeah, that wasn't the first time that guy had said and why stuff did, like that. Why did not he not all. pull him from his website? Why yeah, did no. he put him front and center on the website? I would guess that he's still out on the website. Yeah. I'm sure he is. Why doesn't he say what the stuff that his father says is reprehensible? 
Because his father has said many times about killing homosexuals and homosexuals should be put to death. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. But that's yes. his dad. Yeah. And that's a lot different. And he's a lot like his dad. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're both cruises. Yeah. They're both, they're both <laughs> assholes. I think they're both actually named Raphael as well. Oh, yes, and, they are. And neither of them was born in America. No. 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 And why, why should they take offense that I don't believe in their God or any other God? And I'd say to them, you know, tell me the reasons why you don't believe in all the other gods. And that's the reason I don't believe in yours. And uh, I've got nothing against people believing in God at all. You know, um, uh, in, in fact, if, if it, you know, did make you a kinder person, if you only did good things in his name, mm. then great. You know, but there's the rub. Uh, it's when uh, I see some of these religious fundamentalists saying that um, they've told their five-year-old children that if they turn out gay, they will burn in hell. Mm. That to me is child abuse. Next uh, up, we have. Are we really? Does, <laughs> does he go psycho in this one? He goes well, psycho in everything. He he's does permanently psycho. This is Alex Cruz or Alex Jones? Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Same difference. Same thing. <laughs> uh, uh, Alex Jones. Blast psychotic cult leader Glenn Beck. Oh, come on. So I like that the right is just like tearing itself apart yeah. from uh, inside. I, I love uh, that. And I it, really do. So as much as I love this, it bothers me when I see the left doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah. When, when, I, when I see people posting, you know, people who are Hillary supporters who are trying to tear down Bernie Sanders and all of Sanders supporters, and I see Sanders supporters who are trying to tear down Clinton and all of Clinton's supporters, it's like, why are you doing this? Why are you spending so much of your fucking time doing this instead of spending your time aimed at the real dangerous prospects on the Republican side yeah. of the house? Yeah. Why are you wasting all of your fucking time on this instead of attacking the things that are really fucking important? It, it really fucking bothers me. I, a lot. And I, I would, I would agree with that. I, it's from what I've seen though, uh, there on the, on the left, there, there doesn't seem to be, as much venom, as much vitriol, yeah, in, not as in, much in the but... war as as there is on the right. Yeah, there, but... there's not as much, but it still bothers me that they it, would it waste does. any time doing it at yeah. all. You know, like I I like Sanders. I I think Clinton would be. A, I think either one of them would be a great fucking president. Really, yeah. I do. I just happen to have a personal preference for Bernie Sanders. Yeah, and so do I. Yeah. But I mean, I I'm, I don't go around saying Bernie or bust and no. and using words like shillery and and shit like that's just fucking childish. Why are you wasting your time doing that instead of focusing your attacks on the right where they should the, and are rightly deserved? The common enemy. Yeah, yeah, that's it's it's silly. It it reminds me of the whole atheist schism over yeah. atheism plus and bullshit like that that drove so many people away from the atheist movement. I have so many friends who want nothing to do with atheism anymore or atheist activism because of that whole fucking situation. It's it's stupid. It drove so many people out of the movement who were valuable contributing members. And I see the I see the left doing this now with Bernie and with with yeah. Hillary Clinton. It drives me fucking nuts. Anyway, that was my little rant. <laughs> now we get to see nuts in reality or hear it. What is more likely? that the laws of nature have been suspended in your favor and in a way that you approve, or that you've made a mistake. And in each case you must, and especially if you didn't see it yourself and you're hearing it from someone who says that they did. So this also comes to us from Right Wing Watch. Feud between Glenn Beck and Alex Jones is extremely amusing for us here at Right Wing Watch. 
considering that they are two of the most prominent faces of paranoid conspiratorial thinking in the conservative media. But according to Jones, their similarities are no accident because Beck is an actor who was trained to present himself as a, quote, mixture of Oprah Winfrey and Alex Jones. <laughs> I'm not sure those <laughs> no, are the two names really. I'd, I'd mash no, together. <laughs> the two people I'd mash together to make up a Glenn Beck. And I'd have to think about it to figure out who, which which two make up Glenn Beck. But it's not Oprah. Oprah Winfrey definitely is a one. No. Alex Jones may be one. Let's Maybe. see. I almost, make I almost, up Glenn Beck. I almost think Alex Jones has been like drinking mercury lately to like try to like live forever, <laughs> and it's just making him go psycho. He's got heavy metals on the brain. Uh, let's see, Glenn Beck would be a combination of I mean, who's, who's well, the polygamous leader? Um, God, I can't. Warren remember. Jeffs. Jeffs. Warren yeah. Jeffs. Warren Jeffs would be part of him. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking uh, a mashup of Bill O'Reilly and yeah, yeah, uh, Howard Stern. Uh, no, no, no he's not really too stern. Nice. I'm, I'm thinking well, stern is too nice. I'm no, thinking, no, uh, Beck is Beck is. I mean, even when he's being an asshole to people, he does yeah. it. He's he's almost Canadian in, <laughs> in how nice he is while he's telling you what a fucking asshole you are. Well, he's, he's, Hannity, he's, that's who it is. Uh, O'Reilly Hannity. and Hannity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a mashup of O'Reilly and Hannity. Yeah. Well, don't for, don't forget don't forget Beck's roots in his morning radio show. Huh? The morning radio zoo. Oh right! Oh. Yes. That's where that's where that's, that's where Glenn when Beck he was all when he was on drugs on drugs yeah when he was all on drugs yeah it was a shitty before he became a Mormon morning radio yeah. Zoom show yeah <laughs> the only thing missing though between you know so Hannity and and uh, uh, O'Reilly O'Reilly they're they're good but the thing that's missing there is that that hardcore religious dogma yeah mm. neither of those. I, no, I think Rush comes close. They're, they're both fairly dogmatic. I mean, O'Reilly's all about the but war on Christmas. Neither yeah. of them, Hannity fucking hates atheists. But neither of them preach. They don't. Yeah. They don't preach yeah. the way Glenn Beck does. Glenn Beck. I mean, I've I've heard his radio show. He he does fucking sermons. Yeah, yeah. On on his radio show. Yeah. Where I mean, it's it's almost like the the you know the LDS uh, giving your your talk and breaking your, down your, crying your testimony <laughs> breaking down crying while giving your testimony. I mean, he's broke down crying on TV and and on radio. Uh, while while he's giving sermons, and that's that's the element that's missing. A, so add a add a dash of the uh, the dad, the John Lithgow character from Footloose. The, the element missing. <laughs> <laughs> no dancing. No dancing. The, so the element missing is, and I can picture his his smug mug. But I can't think of his name. He also ran for president this year, dropped out early. He's also on Fox News, had his own show. Oh, Huckabee. Huckabee. Yeah. Yes. Huckabee. So yes. it's O'Reilly, Hannity, and Huckabee. That's the that's the trifecta <laughs> that make up Glenn Beck. Yeah. That 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 works. With, All a, right. with a dash of Santorum. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> with, with just for seasoning. A nice little sprinkle. <laughs> a good frothy mixture just of Santorum <laughs> right on top. Just whip it up. Let's let's hear what the crazy guy has to say this week. Uh, the cult leader. Glenn Beck. I mean, he he is now a r official religious cult leader, and this oh. he's the false prophet, and his Messiah is uh, Alex Jones is one to talk about cult leader. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, with his whole uh, Infowars yeah. thing going on. I wonder if Alex Jones realizes that, that Beck's a Mormon. <laughs> oh, probably. he is a reptilian, <laughs> maybe, but he's just part of the Illuminati. <laughs> this is You know, he comes out and says that Drudge is anti-Christian. Now, and I'm crazy 
And you are. I disease drudges mind as I, as if I have any influence and that he's not a good source of information anymore because Glenn Beck said so. God, you could drive a truck through his pauses. I know they're yeah. huge, right? <laughs> Aspartame admittedly makes you. Go I'm not blind. pausing this. These are just, <laughs> no, his, no, no, no. These are just his fucking it. pauses in here. Into Holy shit! I'm gonna back it up just a little bit. Aspartame admittedly like makes you shitting. go blind. It's in Diet Coke and thousands of other products. It's been proven. It's admitted. It turns into what? As what? Aspartame. aspartame. Aspartame does what? Makes you go blind? What? Uh, and and something else. He said something else, but I can never catch the second thing. I'm, I'm backing up a little bit more here again because that's uh, Infowars. You got to know this information. Aspartame admittedly makes you go blind. It's in diet. Aspartame Coke and admittedly? It's been proven. I don't know what admittedly. Aspartame admittedly makes you go blind. It's in Diet Coke and thousands of other products. It's been proven. It's admitted. It turns into wood alcohol. What? What? No. It, and, and, and Beck said he was going to talk about wormwood? So I wrote a story and no. all the medical links no. to it. We said wood With alcohol. Oxen. He's talking about isopropyl versus uh, ethyl. fucking ethanol. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. Or, yeah. And no, Ethel. it doesn't. Ethel. Not at yeah, all. No. No. <laughs> Two no. completely different chemical processes. So, Aspartame and Middley all of a sudden turns into ethyl alcohol. Ethyl, ethyl alcohol, alcohol and will make you, you blind. It's good for your yeah. car, though. Yeah. And, and well, that's. Just doesn't, oh, it doesn't even, yeah, where does he even, even get do any of this fucking I information? He doesn't. I always, like, I well, see he's people. certainly fucking not reading any of the papers on his desk. Do you know how many people drink Coke around the world? I mean, wouldn't. Our entire society be blind. How by many now? people well, in like, Utah would be blind if Diet well, Coke and, oh, made no you shit. blind? Yeah. Well, and how many other things are aspartame in besides Diet Coke? A lot. It's in everything. fucking everything. Yeah. But I so really I I mean I hear people quote Alex Jones like the the crazy conspiracy nuts quote Alex Jones. But where does he get this stuff? Is it just made up whole cloth? Where yeah. does he get this fucking information? I think no, his I'm show not... should be changed from InfoWars to War on Info. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I mean, it's... it could fit either way, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's the wars against information. I want, I want to watch some of his, some of these, some of his earlier videos. I want to see if these papers move. On his desk, <laughs> if they all just all, stay the same, ever. they're permanent props. Well, and he's got an iPad. That's there, what I was going to say. He he's got even, all the papers in an iPad. The iPad is pointed the wrong way for him to see it. Yeah, well, and it's set so far off to the side, like he's afraid of it almost, right? Yeah. Like that's that's, well, that's the, devil's that's the devil's well, tool, right the there. Info. The radiation, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the screen is going to kill him. I I wonder, and I've I've wondered this before with people like him and the the really psychotic extremists like the oh, Ann yeah. Coulters mm -hmm. and and people like him and and others. If it is all an act, if if they just go, if they set up this character like Colbert did, yeah. for the Colbert Report. If they created this character with the intention of drawing in all these psychotic conspiracy theorists or Ann Coulter and, and her cadre of nutcases just to make like money. Like Bill Maher? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, well. <laughs> like he's almost like The Onion. Because, I mean, almost like The Onion, but playing off as serious yeah. just because it's it's a job. Yeah. But, you know, he goes home and he just kind of laughs at, at the shit that he says. And I don't know, he man. He seems it. like a true yeah. believer. If, if he's not, if he's not a true believer, he's a great fucking actor and deserves I, yeah. all kinds of. I, I wonder if he started off that way, but has gone fucking completely insane and now well, maybe, believes what he's saying. Maybe that's happened too. I mean, he's, he seems like a genuine true believer of the shit that he's saying. I, I feel like if, if I, if I really put my mind to it, I, you know, cause I followed politics enough. That, that I could create a psychotic 
right well, or left wing fanatic. I think it'd be easy. And, and, and spew shit. It would be easier on the right. Yeah. Especially so on the, especially on the religious right. Yeah. And, and make a good living off it. If, if I could build that brand. But dude, he looks like he's gonna fucking pop a vessel in his head every time we see him in a in a video. Like, I fear for this guy's health. Honestly, I do sometimes. Like, I imagine that one time we'll be watching a clip of Alex Jones and he just fucking kills his, over from a heart attack. His head will just or pop, or some kind of fucking aneurysm, something like some some blood vessel somewhere supplying blood to whatever well, is it, whatever represents yeah. a brain in his head. Yeah, is, is going to explode and I just, he'll just die on screen. I just look at him. You ever, you ever heard of a vagal response? No. You got your vagal. I, well, I've heard of it, but I can't remember. Yeah. You got the vagal nerve that goes down your back. And if that's why old people sometimes when they bear down the shit really hard, they'll pass out. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just waiting for him when he's bearing down screaming to <laughs> have a vagal response and just fucking pass <laughs> is, out. So is the, the vagal response tied to, I, I've heard people say that if some, that sometimes when people are having a heart attack, they feel like they have to shit. Well, is is it tied to that? Like, like I had a friend. Yeah, sometimes we'll, I, I had a friend who had a heart attack, and he said that he didn't go to the hospital for a long time because he thought he, had he shit. thought he had to shit. He went to the bathroom and sat on the toilet, straining for a while, thinking that he had to shit, but he was having a heart attack. Well, it's just it's it's a it's a way to you can actually make someone pass out by making them like take a deep breath, like when you're a little kid and you do that. Yeah, do that. Do like, the bear like, down, like like, thing, like bear yeah. down, like you have to shit, but yeah. don't shit. Yeah. And you can, if you do it long enough, you'll just whoo, pass out. And it happens to elderly people. That's why you get a lot of elderly people unconscious in bathrooms. Huh. Hmm. hmm. Well, let's see what this not quite so elderly, not but still vagal responsive. There's <laughs> too much fiber in oh, there. Too much fiber. It's all clogged up. <laughs> that's that's an argument right there for carpeting your bathroom when you're yeah. older. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean, kids bearing down? I, people in my office fucking do that. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, the noises I have to put up with. <laughs> Oh my god! I was complaining oh, to Tracy the I other day. I hate public bathrooms. I fucking <laughs> hate public bathrooms. I don't want to hear you in the next stall grunting and wheezing. You um, know, I would rather hear somebody doing that in the bathroom than sitting in the stall talking to somebody on the oh, phone. Oh yeah. shit! I hate that. <laughs> right? Well, Isn't that's that the my worst? Like, cell phones. It yeah. makes me there's, feel like well, now I feel like I can't really shit because there's somebody listening. Yeah. Well, the solution to that. Is to start start shitting really loud. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just have Let out just over exaggerating. Ah, oh my god, I can't get it out. <laughs> I I cannot imagine talking to somebody while I'm I'm taking a shit on the toilet. There's a, so I was complaining to Tracy yesterday because I had gone into the office that very recently there's a guy who has moved into the cubicle just right across the little walkway from me where. You know, for months I had basically this whole area to myself whenever I went in, whenever I went into the office because there was nobody sitting around me or there, the people who had desks there weren't in the office on the same days that I was. But now this guy has moved into the cubicle right across the little walkway from me. Like, you know, if I turn around, I can see right into his cubicle and see whatever he's doing. And it, it's fucking annoying because he, and I, I've, well, first, I'll, I'll tell you something else before I sound like a giant dick. So first, he'll take he'll take conference calls, and instead of using a headset, he just uses the like speakerphone speaker, on his uh, fucking speaker desk. Phone. God damn it! Like 
like anything I'm doing or anything anybody else around him is doing doesn't mean jack shit because he's on a fucking conference call and everybody has to hear and know how important he is. We have headsets available. Use the fucking thing, yeah. motherfucker. When nobody else wants to hear about all of the different bullshit that you're having to do or not do or complain about on your fucking conference call, use your goddamn headset. Uh, so besides that, this guy was born with some kind of defect where he has this like itty bitty, really smashed nose. Like it almost looks like somebody cut the end of his nose off, like cut halfway through his nose and it's really smashed up. He's always breathing through his mouth and he eats at his desk with his mouth open the whole time going. <laughs> 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 the whole fucking time he's doing lunch anytime he drinks anything anytime he eats anything and besides the conference calls and the eating and drinking at his desk he makes frequent phone calls back home to his wife whom he refers to as sugar buns honey bunny sweetie pie the whole goddamn time he's on the phone with her and i want to strangle him <laughs> i want to strangle him so much he sounds like he needs an air bag underneath the seat. I, I, <laughs> I have thought about asking my boss if I can move my desk just to get away from this yeah. guy. Like, are there any other desks? Is, is there somewhere like on the main thoroughfare, like right where everybody walks by all the fucking time that I can go and sit instead of sitting next to this fucking asshole? He's driving me nuts. I, I, yeah, I, I'm going to ask my boss if I can move my desk because this guy is a fucking nightmare. And now we've back to what this was, nightmare. What was this guy? What no, was? What I don't was, know. We're just. Oh, he's talking Jones about the cult of Glenn Beck. Okay. Coke, yeah. Coke makes you oh, yeah. blind. Yeah, yeah. He, that's right. Aspartame. How did he get from Glenn Beck to aspartame? <laughs> I, Does he even try to transition these things? No, and relate them. It's documented. It's all out it's, there. It's all like stream of consciousness. It's on my website called Infowars. <laughs> you, and you guys thought your segues were bad. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here we go. And, and and Beck said he was going blind. So I wrote a story and all the medical links to it from the aspartame. Paul Watson a few years ago and sent it to Beck and sent it to Drudge. And Drudge linked to it under the story about Beck going blind, trying to help him. And Glenn Beck made fun of it on air and said we were idiots the next day. <laughs> That's the type of cynical, <laughs> twisted weirdo. That's funny. He's actually got a link to yeah. a link to something out on Infowars that says warning to Glenn Beck, don't drink Diet Coke. And it's got this whole thing. That's funny. I thought yeah. he was maybe just pulling this out of his ass, too, but apparently not. <laughs> God, I, and you're right. You can drive a fucking Mack truck through the pause. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. He drives me crazy. This curtain I wrote it that we're dealing with here. I know the inside baseball on Beck. I'm not going to get into it, but he'll end up destroying himself. I mean, he is a egomaniac, super narcissist. <laughs> oh my You're god! Not. <laughs> the hypocrisy yeah. here, right? Hello, pot. The the complete and utter <laughs> lack of of self awareness coming out of this guy right now is astounding. Probably psychotic, in my view. <laughs> <laughs> and he's insane. He wants to be a cult leader. <laughs> And Drudge has shown that. And so now he's anti-Christian. See, if you don't support the prophet, Moses' return, you didn't know? That's the two prophets of Revelation. It's, it's Ted Cruz and Glenn Beck. You didn't know? He says he's a, a priesthood. He's starting. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, really? The liberal hardcore shock jock that was hired 
right before 9-11 and gotten ready to come out <laughs> to be the synthetic Alex Jones? I mean, I've been told that by the executives involved. And watched weeks of my videos. <laughs> when was Glenn about? Beck a liberal shock job? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I know he did that. He, yeah, he did. He was, he was, I, I think he was liberal for a little while. Oh, was he? I, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, while I know, he was on I, the drugs. I know why he was on drugs and I, before yeah. he converted. And I, knew, I knew about his other talk show. Or shock jock thing, but I, I'd never heard anyone refer to him as liberal. No, before. no, I, 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 I that's, it's ringing a small bell that, yeah, okay. he was formerly liberal. Uh, a Tinkerbell? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Clap so that he'll live. <laughs> Dan, Dan didn't actually pause. This is just a break. <laughs> yeah. We're waiting for Alex Jones to start talking. Come about. on, Mr. Jones. Don't leave us he's, in the lurch. He's trying to smell that fart. <laughs> and. 9-11 and gotten uh, ready to come out to be the synthetic Alex Jones. I mean, I've been told that by the executives involved where they sat and he's an actor and watched weeks of my videos and shows and said, take this and mix it with Oprah. That's what I was told by the executives that used to run his operation. He's a mixture of Oprah Winfrey and Alex Jones. All in a big weird doughboy's body. A cult leader. I didn't pause it. That was just him. That was just him. High priest. Scared to death, by the way. Dozens of security people. And who operates. And now Ted Cruz comes out and demonizes the drudge report. <laughs> that guy's out of his fucking he mind. He is fucking crazy. I think he's, he's seriously fucking mental, man. There's there's a problem with Alex Jones. I think he's been dosing more himself. than one, probably <laughs> a few. Oh my! I, I'm I'm actually thinking he hasn't been dosing enough. <laughs> <laughs> if someone said we're banning religion, I'd march to not have it banned because it's your right to believe what you want. Mm. Um. And it's your right to be wrong, mm. and I'll fight for that right. This will have to be our last one. Probably. I think this is our last yeah. one. Yeah, that's a good one to end on. The last story. It's it's on a little bit lighter note. Uh, you all know Bill Nye, hopefully. Bill, 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 Bill. Bill Nye, the, the science guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there's been some news floating around on the social medias about Bill Nye possibly. Debating Sarah Palin on climate change. And I wish it was true. But it's not. Because Sarah Palin can't carry a fucking thought in a bucket. <laughs> so, no, Bill Nye is not debating Sarah Palin on climate change. Uh, this comes to us from Tracy Moody out on the Patheos blogs. It says, rumors are flying that Bill Nye, famous for publicly defending scientific consensus, will be taking up a debate with Sarah Palin, famous for political buffoonery, among That's other really things. Nice. That's a really nice way to put it. As delightful as the carnage would be to witness, it's unfortunate. It's fortunately not a debate, nor will Nye be making a live appearance. Here's the truth and a preview of the pre-recorded appearance. And it has a video here that we will play. I think that's the photo. Momentarily. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it says that the alleged debate is said to be taking place after the debate, after the debut screening of Climate Hustle a documentary by wow. Mark Morano, a climate change denier who notably has his hands in several conservative think tank groups that receive funding from the Koch brothers, Exxon, and others who stand to lose over carbon regulation. 
According to CFACT, a climate-denying think tank that holds Morano as director of communications, the movie will be followed by a panel discussion. And this comes from, this is a quoted bit of text here, and it says, Cinema audiences will learn more about the topic through a panel discussion with welcoming remarks by Congressman Lamar Smith, Republican of Texas, mm. if you can imagine that. <laughs> Chairman of the House Science, Space, and Technology Committee, headlined by Governor Sarah, half governor, (laughs) half former governor, Sarah Palin, quitter, loser, 2008 Republican vice presidential candidate and ninth governor of Alaska, moderated by Brent Bozel, founder and president of the Media Research Center, and will also include other notable experts, including renowned climatologist Dr. David Leggett's and a special appearance by Emmy Award-winning educator Bill Nye the Science Guy. This riveting discussion will focus on climate change and issues brought up during the event. This special appearance by Bill Nye will will be not so special, since it's actually just a reel of film recorded from a conversation Nye and Morano had face-to-face on a park bench in late March. The discussion happened between the two over the topic of Morano's film, which Nye was shown clips of during the encounter. In fact, thanks to Structure Films, you can watch a few minutes of this encounter right now in a clip from their forthcoming documentary, The Bill Nye Film. I will play this. Oh. Mr. Morano, good morning. I think we're going to sit on this bench. Yeah. The person can't process this. So Mark is showing Bill his cl- uh, clip from his film to your side about denying climate change <laughs> called Climate Hustle. Simple question. Are tipping point claims embarrassing to your side of this movement, so to speak? I'm not talking about, I'm talking about the movement in general. Is that embarrassing to you to watch something like that? No. Do you agree that 2015 was the hottest year on record? I agree that that's what the government agencies okay. declared that. Now, having said that, it was by a tenth of a degree. The question is, what significance is that? When people talk about sea level rise on the oceanfront of Norfolk, Virginia, Pensacola, Florida, when there's this much water on the floor, you're going to leave. And where are you going to go and who's going to pay for it? The data, the scientific evidence, remains overwhelming. Would you take the bet? 2016 will be the hottest of the last, among the hottest, rather, of the last 10 years. No. And 2010, 2020 will be the hottest. No, he will not take that nope. bet. He will not take that bet, Mr. Nye. Among the hottest, rather, of the last 10 years. No. And 2010, 2020 will be the hottest decade on record. I would agree with both of those, but I would say it's it's a meaningless stat because first of all, originally dealing with it's hundreds of a degree, now tenths of a degree. Will it be meaningless it's, to your children? Uh, so you ha- bear I, in mind your I, reputation in the mainstream is a guy who will do almost anything to win. Your children go to school. They have access to the internet. They see your history, what you've said about people. Your publishing of emails. That? But you have encouraged harassment. I agreed to do this interview because I think it will expose your point of view as very much in the minority and very much bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but Bill's too nice to say that. Point of view as very much in the minority and very much not in our national interest and not in the world's interest. And as I say again, I'm very concerned about your kids. Yeah, well, I worry about my kids and you worry about your <laughs> Well, no, no. I want everyone in the world to have a higher quality of life. We don't want to be adding more greenhouse gases to the atmosphere while... 
that just kind of plays into that whole Randian Ubermensch thing, right? Yeah. I'll worry about me. You worry about yeah. you. Yeah. Oh no. Let me. But let I, me. Let me worry I, about you. You too. Just a little bit. Well, but I mean, my worrying about my kids. I mean, when you're talking about climate change, yeah. My worrying about my kids includes my worrying about yours. Yeah. Because if if we destroy the, the fucking <laughs> earth, if we destroy There's the goddamn earth, go. none of them are yeah. gonna survive. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm, we're talking survival of the species here, people. Yeah, when I worry about my kids and you worry about your <laughs> Well, no, no. I want everyone in the world to have a higher quality of life. We don't want to be adding more greenhouse gases to the atmosphere while we make more electricity for everyone in the world. This is a solvable problem. Would you want to raise, for example, your children in the city of Beijing right now? Probably not, because the air quality is so low. Do you acknowledge fossil fuels have been one of the greatest liberators of mankind? Have you been to Pompeii? And this is not changing the subject. Pompeii is extraordinary. The ancient Romans built this amazing place that's still amazing because they had limitless energy in the form of human slaves. So (laughs) having limitless energy for your populace is great, but you don't want to have it to the detriment of the future. Okay. Uh, this is fundamental, Mr. Moreno, and I really encourage you to embrace it, man. Right. If you embraced mainstream science, just think of the good you could do. Okay. <laughs> I'm not kidding, man. Right. I'm not joking with you. All right. Yeah, uh, just think what you could do for the world if you came around. You could it. get out there. You could be a force for good. Carry on, Mr. All Moreno. Right. All right. Well, again, thank you very thank much. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Bill and I recycles that water bottle. <laughs> he just, it's, he's used it's, that same water bottle for yeah, 20 years. Yeah, he's used it oh, the same yeah. bottle. Has it. Yeah. Good on you, Mr. Knight, for calling him out on his bullshit. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, just pointing to the simple facts of, would you want to go and live in, in yeah. Beijing right now? I yeah. doubt you would, because the air quality is so yeah. fucking terrible. And how fucked up is it that- People even, who currently live in Beijing don't want to live no, in Beijing. Yeah. And how fucked up is it that, that China- has figured this out before mm-hmm. we can. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're taking radical steps. They're shutting down all their coal fired, uh, electric plants yeah. and switching them all over to gas fired plants. I mean, uh, you know, they, they figured it out. And, and one other thing I kind of wish, cause you no, know, recently we had with the vax, the anti vax documentary that got pulled from a film festival mm-hmm. because yes. they re- realized, Oh, this is bad science. It's bullshit. Yeah. I wish there could have a forced disclaimer on documentaries being like, this information, this documentary is not backed up by any scientific factual information. Yeah. Or by the yeah. majority of scientific Yeah. Or having there be like, yeah. hey, this, yeah. the information in this documentary is backed up by scientific factual information as a disclaimer in all fucking documentaries. You need a rating system like the movies. Yeah. <laughs> For know? documentaries. For documentaries as far as, yeah. you know, like level of credibility, yeah. level like, of, uh, yeah. you but, know, but I support. sure as, I sure as hell would not put the MPAA no. in charge of that. Yeah, well, no, it no, no it'd have to be, to be a whole unique, it'd be a whole, year. It has a whole to be unit, a panel of whole different of rating Google, systems. scientists and anthropologists. Yeah. Yo, Google did that for the search engine. Yeah. Have they, have yeah. they implemented it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because when I search for GMO stuff, I still get a whole shitload of really terrible Liberal information. information. Yeah. Cause it's supposed to be the ones that come to the top are supposed to be the more factually correct. No, that's first. not what I've been seeing lately. Uh, Remember, Fox News was worried about it because they were worried that they'll be put at the end of the search engine. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you enter Fox News, bullshit, blah, blah, yeah. blah. 
Actually, I wonder how that would work. Like a credibility rating, not just for documentaries, but for like a search engine. Yeah. To have, have a simple number. I wonder how you would put that together to have like some kind of credibility rating for a website's information. Well, that's, that's well, interesting. I, I, so I typed into the Google search, GMO crops are bad. And the actual very first thing that, that pops up is 10 studies proving GMOs are harmful. Not if science matters. <laughs> so maybe they have done it. Maybe yeah. I just haven't really paid much attention to it. But that that's that's really good. But I mean, we type in GMOs are bad. It's probably going to look for websites that are distinctly supportive saying, of yeah. supportive of yeah. GMOs yeah. being bad. Yeah. If you, yeah. I, I bet if you search for our GMOs, our GMO crops bad. Well, let's see. Let's see if I happen or to search it around. Yeah. GMO crops. Well, what did you say? RGMO? Right there. Right there. Well, it, was, R- it was actually R- the second yeah, one. Yeah, it was the second. RGMO crops bad. RGMO crops bad. Ten studies proving GMOs are harmful, not if science matters. Again, the first result. That first was, one? Yeah. yeah. But the second one's different. The truth about GMOs, are they safe? What do we know? Yep. Yeah. Well, that one's from WebMD. From WebMD. The third one is, are GMOs really that harmful to eat? From US, US News. News. The fourth one is top ten reasons to avoid GMOs naturally savvy, which is naturally savvy, which is caca. But (laughs) at least the first three Mm -hmm. look to be supportive of no. Mm -hmm. If you're asking that question, you're an ignorant fucking turd. (laughs) (laughs) But the sixth one it comes from responsible technology. Responsible technology, and it's and it's it's a dot org. So it's it's like the Clean Air Act. I mean, obviously, it's for clean air, right? (laughs) (laughs) all right well thank you very much for tuning in everybody thank you purple dragon oh well thank you for having me for for (laughs) appearing once again on the show always always love to come mr grant larimer and to you mr steen blick for coming on the show as well oh it was an absolute pleasure had a blast your first and i'm sure will not be last appearance on the show thank god you didn't (laughs) say and last Unfortunately, X that, was that'll unable come to in join a text us. message come tomorrow. Text message <laughs> Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Please it won't don't. happen again. <laughs> <laughs> it was real and it was fun, but it wasn't real fun. Don't call so. us. We'll call you. <laughs> Thank you both very much for coming out tonight. Uh, sorry to everybody else who I fucked over because I'm a stupid shit who mixed up all the different things and. Really fucked up the schedule this week. You fucking Alex Jones, yeah. that shit. You'll you'll have to watch the debate without yeah. uh, the We're, commentary. Sorry to our <laughs> listeners who are looking forward to that, I'm sure. Sorry to Matt for him not being able mm-hmm. to be here this evening. Sorry to mm-hmm. Chris for him not being able to be here this evening. Hey, but I can make it. <laughs> R- Ryan was able to make it here because yeah. he's not going to be out on a date tonight. No. You want to tell <laughs> us a little bit about that? No, I'm good. <laughs> Damn it. I, keep, I, I knew keep, that would be your answer. I, I keep my personal life personal. Ah, that's <laughs> no fun. I don't want to say too much. How's that making you know if your dog shit vomits on you? <laughs> I don't have a dog. He's got he's to he's keep things. He's got to keep it down low a little bit just in case she's a listener. Oh, well, he said it's uh, nobody that, yeah? I, are you, are we that, sure? that we would know. I, I, I don't know. I mean... I haven't told her I'd do a podcast or anything yet. Well, how, so how did you, how did you arrange this meeting? Just, I met her on Facebook, just on one of the, like, I'm those singles groups and shit. The singles groups and shit on Facebook? Yeah, another Packer fan. I'm like, hey, you're a Packer oh, fan? I'm a Packer oh. fan. Oh. So we got talking about football and the Green Bay Packers. So are you now friends on Facebook? 
Uh, just through Messenger. Oh. So apparently um, on Facebook, there's a Facebook page for single Packers fans in Utah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> don't confuse I'm, that. I'm don't guessing confuse, it's – Don't confuse that with the Facebook group for just, I'm <laughs> <or> just Packers fans. <laughs> I'm trying to draw out little bits of information from Ryan so I can go and stalk his timeline and then figure out who this woman is. I know what you're doing. <laughs> he knows better than But he's thwarted my efforts, damn it. <laughs> well, you'll have, to, you'll have to let us all know how the date went all right. next week. Yeah, it's just Will you do it? Will you let us well, know? Yeah, not on the show. Oh. <laughs> We'll talk about it anyway. <laughs> they'll, they'll just make shit up. <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm yes. used to it. Yes. If you <laughs> yeah. don't tell us, we will make shit oh, up. We will be the, the Alex Joneses of Ryan's dating legendary. life. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes. Uh, you can send us an email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com. You can Twitter or Twitter at TGR Podcast. You can call and leave us a message or send us a text. You can call and leave us a yeah. voicemail or send us a, a text, text message at 33081rebel. Also, go out and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash godlessrevolution. I will be uploading our cleaned up episodes to YouTube maybe this coming week. And I've already gone and uploaded through episodes 81 to our Podbean site. So you can go and check that out at godlessrevolution.podbean.com if you're inclined to listen to some of the previous episodes or had listened to a previous episode and perhaps missed something because the audio wasn't quite right, you can go and try that again. Cause and if your government network computer doesn't block access to podcasts. <laughs> because because <laughs> they've all been cleaned up. And they should all be available to you on iTunes and Stitcher and wherever yeah. else you may be aggregating your podcasts or whatever app you may be using. So uh, if you have any questions, comments, whines, or rants, let us know. We'd be happy to address them. Until next week, thanks for listening, everybody. Have fun, y'all. Bye-bye. Bye. Good night, everybody.
Christmas and chipping birds and basket weavers who sit and smile and twiddle their thumbs and tell them they're coming to take me away. your food, I cleaned your house, and this is how you pay me back for all my kind of selfish loving deeds? Huh? Well, you just wait, they find you yet, and when they do, they put you in the ASPCA, you mangy mutt. They're coming to take me away, haha, they're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men with their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, haha. I like it. <laughs>